I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Good morning. At least I think it's a good morning. It is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed. Time to get Michael Irvin's and Keyshawn Johnson's reaction to my latest takeaway on the Dallas Cowboys, which is they got exposed at Buffalo, even as they backed into a playoff berth. I'm sorry, no longer can I see my Dallas Cowboys as a bona fide Super Bowl contender. In fact, I see them reeling from the Buffalo debacle into losing Sunday at Miami, then losing to Detroit at home, yep, at home, and losing at Washington to end the regular season because they'll be licking their wounds and resting their starters for a playoff game that I hope will be at Tampa Bay, where, by the way, they did send Tom Brady into retirement in last year's wildcard playoff round. I'd give them a pretty good shot of beating Baker Mayfield and the Bucks in Tampa if, in oh. fact, Baker and the Bucks can figure out how to win the NFC South. But I believe the Cowboys will lose at Miami because the Cowboys' most valuable run stopper, Jonathan Hankins, is almost certainly out again Sunday with a high ankle sprain. And by the way, the Dolphins lead the NFL with 5.1 yards per run. Then here come the Detroit Lions, who very quietly have the NFL's second-best rushing attack with Jameer Gibbs emerging as an even more explo- explosive back than James Cook was against our Cowboys last Sunday. Uh-oh. Jerry World could become scary world. I see the Lions will halt the Cowboys' 15-game home winning streak. I see the Cowboys are in the midst of losing their final four games. Not exactly oh. how you want to stumble oh. backward into the playoffs. But, Michael, you know this team. You're a Dallas Cowboy Hall of Famer. Would you please, please tell me I'm wrong? Man, back up off that ledge. Oh, man, I mean, come on back. You, Thank you. You've been spending too much time over here with this fella. Yeah, he's That's gotten it. He has he's polluted. To you. He's polluted he my psyche. polluted you yeah, with his diluting yeah, your love for the star here. Let me tell you what. Let me <laughs> tell you true. what. Let me tell you here. And it's so funny. Before we got ready to come on, I remember watching Russ... Russell Wilson, you know, let's ride, let's ride. And then yep. they started losing. It was, let's ride. Then it was, let's ride. <laughs> you could barely hear. Before we came on, you know, me and Skip had this little, here we go thing going. Yeah, yeah we did. Today, Skip, here we go. It was yeah. real, like it was almost, I could barely hear the inaudible. here we go. It was kind of <laughs> like it was inaudible during the game Sunday. <laughs> Keyshawn, by the way, thinks that they went silent counts, so you they couldn't hear. They literally it. went silent. Yeah, like real silent. Real silent. Like deadly real silent. silent, yeah. But, but let me tell you why we still have a fight in this, a chance at this. You know, you, you, you look at right now in the NFC. A chance at what? A chance at getting to the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. What do you mean a chance No, you just what? said a chance. I didn't know what at, you meant. At this, not just the whole. I thought you meant like. The, the bottom line is to get to the Super Bowl. Okay. So that means finish out the season, get in the playoffs, play well, and get to a Super Bowl. And you still have a chance at that. I, I, I Miami is a scary game, Skip. That's the game on board right now. It's a scary game. 
Miami's understanding right now what it's like when you're playing the Cowboys. I'm hearing these guys even chirp back at the media. Mike McDaniels just told everybody to tell the media, you know, some bad words. That's what he With said. With all due yep. respect, bad words. He said, just get off, uh, leave us alone, because now you're dealing with it. And that's what it is in Dallas. There's been, when it goes well, there's a high, high, oh, everybody thinks Dallas is the best in the world. When it goes poorly, everybody thinks they're the worst in the world. And the Cowboys, the problem is the players don't know how to mitigate all of that. They, they don't know how to mitigate it. They don't know how to come back to just saying, I'm not listening to any of that mess out here. I just got to take care of our business. And that's what, that's what have you wondering, Skip. These guys, you're like, yeah. come on, dudes. Let's focus on what we're having right here at hand. Let's not worry about what everybody's saying. Let's worry about what's going on on the football field. And, and I have issues with that, too. But the whole league, there's no dominant team that will take out the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, San Fran is good. San Fran is good, but that's the only one team. And, and, and boy, if somehow, someway, and I ain't lying, I've been praying somehow, someway, if we can get somebody to go knock off San Fran and we go knock off Philly because they got to stay in bounds, we were that close to knocking off stay Philly. In bounds. That's why yep. I hold on to some hope here. You can go to Philly and beat Philly. I'm still worried about going to San Francisco and beat San Francisco. No way. Detroit comes in to Dallas, Skip, and beat the Dallas Cowboys because they have made that commitment to themselves beyond what we talk about here. You heard that. You heard the guy say, we, we, we know what goes on here. We have that home winning streak. We will not let that get away. So I like that. I don't think, I don't think it's time to give up, Skip. Mm. I know you got some disappointment, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of hope still left in this bag, baby, buddy, and we got a shot right now mm. to get it. San Fran's the only team right now, the only team in the National Football League that worries me when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, and I said only. You, you, mm. you mean in the NFC? No, I said the only team in the National Football League that worries me with the Dallas Cowboys I guess, right now is the San Francisco 49ers. So you don't worry about going down to Miami and playing Miami, even though— No, they got concern. I got concerns about this game because I know they, they got a—man, this running back this, and, and this running game. Mm -hmm. And it's not, just, it's not just the talent they got. It's the talent they have at coaching. Here's the issue Well, I'm looking at now. Mike McDaniels, who come from the same thing Kyle Shanahan does. So you mean the same when, Mike when McDaniel you, from two years ago that went into Dallas right, 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 and right, ran right, the football thing, very effective and very, very effective. well as very the run game coordinator. And, but go ahead, Mike. And, and not only that, not only that, what they do is they design such great plays. You see everybody running wide open, scot free. That's exactly what happened hurts the Dallas Cowboys. They get cost in, lost in eye candy. Yeah. And, that, and, and Miami's going to give them a lot of eye candy. Well. It'll be a test. But what I do know is that offense to show up better than it showed up in okay. the storm last week in Buffalo. Yep. So now, remember last week I had them 38-35. I, I think there'll be a better battle closer to they those numbers now. anywhere near. Right, right, right. Okay, I right. just they want to make that clear we, to you. We all know the Skip, results. Um, we already know the results. I, I, don't know, the result. I don't know that the Cowboys will lose three straight. Not I think they straight. lose one of the three. I think they lose to Miami. Given the fact that you had just even though it's practice is Wednesday. Wednesday is an important day throughout the week. Mm -hmm. That's the start of the week preparation sure. of game. So you have four of your starters on mm -hmm. defense not practice mm -hmm. at all. But I only care whether, about one. Whether they're rested yeah. or knee problems, ankle problems. A lot of rest. Stephon yeah. Gilmore's rest. Yeah. Malik yeah. Cooker is rest. Yeah. Jordan yeah. Lewis is rest. That's but right. Jonathan Hankins is yesterday. out. Okay. Okay. Rested right. too yesterday. So whatever, you know, just it works both sides, right? 
Tyreek Hill rested too for Miami. So that means he's not going to play? That's not what. See, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I ain't even got the Tyreek Hill yet, sir. Okay, okay. You just want to get in on I'm this. Just, I'm just making sure because you were but making a point about you're not about it. Yeah, and, and, and on top of that, you got two <laughs> offensive linemen and Zach Martin and Tyron Smith but they that always, both, they that rest. both yeah. did rest. not play. One yeah. has a thigh, one has a back for a left tackle with a back. I'm just, I'm just I, pointing I these things you, out. You are correct, Now, sir. when you look at it, the problem is for y'all, this particular game, as you know, Skip is on the road. Okay, it's on the road. You cannot dance around it no matter what Michael Irvin is trying to get you to believe. I just think you lose that game. I don't think you lose to Detroit at home. If you had, have you been watching how they run the football in Detroit? I've watched how they really impressive. And when Jared Goff doesn't turn it over, he looks like the best quarterback in the league. You see what they did to Denver the other day? I saw what they did to Denver. Mm -hmm. I certainly saw it. I saw And I saw exactly what Sean Payton did to Russell Wilson because (laughs) of the situation. That is correct. But when you look at it, you're talking, Michael, that they have a chance and a shot in all this. A great shot. You got to go three games on the road, doggy. To get to where you need to. You hoping and praying like Skip that it lands in Tampa. Yep. But what if it lands in New Orleans inside that dome with those people that have been up all night long drinking and carrying it into <laughs> the game? <laughs> yeah, they're going to be turned up. It, it could be a problem. Then you yeah. say you're not worried about Philly because be you got up. information right. that you've been gathering from the time you beat them. Oh, that was at home. I forgot. Uh, information from the time you lost to them that was on the road again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Yep, yep. A L is a L is a L. I don't give a damn right. as I keep telling Skip. Right. 173 yards in the fourth quarter to Jalen Hurts, three. Okay. Jalen Hurts didn't play well his last two outings. One in Seattle and one up in, in prior to that mm-hmm. against Dallas. He didn't play well. But I promise you, if you run up against Philadelphia in Philadelphia during the playoffs on the road, with a healthy Jalen Hurts with no knee issues, no sickness, no flu, no yeah. all of that, and you think you're going to go through that? And let's assume you go through that and you smack Philadelphia. You got a rested team that you're going to see in San Francisco. By the way, on the road again in San Francisco, yeah, well, and they're rested because of their body. Well, Come on, man. Stop it. Well, they would have to give them a championship game to give San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that would be coming off. Yeah, they won't be rested. You see what I mean? Be, oh, well, they won't be rested. They won't be rested right, right, because right, right. they would have played in the divisional game. But, and and I don't know who would. But get I am still in the concerned game. about the San Francisco trip. All of that because San Francisco has been a problem even prior to this road thing becoming a narrative. You see what I mean? I said San Francisco became a problem before this road thing became a narrative. A problem is something that's really there. A narrative is something you pretend to be there. I just want How to is it a narrative, clear. Skip? You've lost on the okay. road to these teams. All right, now for my glass half full scenario. My wishful thinking, if you will. We did go up to New York in our opener, and you discounted all you want. But that team was full loaded from being a playoff team that won a road playoff game a year ago with their starting quarterback and their starting running back intact. We demolished them 40 to nothing on the road. It happened. I witnessed it. But I'd be the first to tell you, I also witnessed 42 to 10 at San Francisco, and it was a bad sign. And I witnessed last Sunday 31 to 10 at Buffalo, and it was a really bad late-season sign. I give you that. 
But to Michael's point, if Baker Mayfield and company do pull it off, mm. we can beat them at Tampa because we beat Tom Brady. I know you say, well, they were a sub-500 team last year that stole the division. This team isn't much, if any, better than that team. Baker's been playing out of his mind, but we can beat that team. And I think you know in your heart of hearts we could beat that team. New Orleans might be a whole nother ball game because I, I, of your I defense. Know, I know if you go to yeah, Tampa, you, you, yeah. you will one. beat Tampa. Yeah. But Tampa's so, not a good okay, team. Okay, I got Car it. Will give but they, they are in the driver's seat as we speak. And you have a really difficult game. I'm talking about your Saints yeah, because it's your nephew, Michael tonight. Thomas. Right. You're going to be there with mm-hmm. your family in tow. It's going to be a big deal for you and your family, but it's going to be a bigger deal for the Rams. I think the Rams will win this game. Mm -hmm. I believe that Baker and company Mm -hmm. can beat Jacksonville on Sunday in Tampa because I'm not even sure if Trevor Lawrence is going to play or not. He's still in concussion protocol, but I still think they could win that game. Then they get you guys. They get New Orleans at Tampa. They could sew this thing up if they can win the next two games, and we're rooting for them because we know we got a shot because that's how it would set up right now for us to go there in the first playoff game if we keep losing football games and we become we're, – we're so far ahead in the wild card right now because we're 10-4. and four. But even if you beat yeah. Tampa, Skip – Okay. You're now, still on the road. Glass half full. Right. And now do, you do, get do to I believe, team. Do, do I believe with the information that we gleaned at Philadelphia that we could go win at Philadelphia? Right. Sure, I do. Right. You yeah, saw exactly. it. Right. We had every chance in the fourth quarter. We were an inch off and an inch off at the goal line and on the out of bounds. We were an inch off. And do I think our team feels like it could go win there? Sure, because we dominated them at our place and we played them close to the wire at their place. Could we go win that? Sure, we could. And then I'm doing glass half full. We, we know that we went to San Francisco last year and held them to 19. And we scored only 12 because our quarterback did not play very well. So what if he plays a little better and our defense can play that well against he played the, against a quarterback okay. last year, Skip, that played in nine That is correct. games yep. that up to that point. Yeah, and he would have been. I think in, it was but, nine up to that yeah, point and if he, my math he, is He would have gone and won the Super Bowl if he hadn't got, got hurt, hurt early. At I, I understand right, that, right, but right, when right. you talk about the 49ers versus the Cowboys, yeah a year ago, that dude was a puppy. He wasn't, he was. grown, he wasn't grown I mean, up in yet. a lot of ways, he's, he's still a puppy. Yeah, 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 but he has grown significantly since that game yeah. last year against the Cowboys in that Philadelphia injury. He has grown to the point where he, in many people's eyes, is the favorite to win the MVP. So, so that Got it. stop growing? Everybody else stop growing? Nobody else is growing but him mm. over that fan. Okay. Mm. So we go. Oh, I'm, I'm do we really want to have this conversation? It was just a question. No, but do we really yeah. want to have this conversation? Because the leader on your defense has not grown. If you really want to start this conversation, Michael, okay? The defense is supposed to be your, that's supposed to be the leaders of your team is the defensive side of the ball. They haven't grown. They haven't grown to the point where people starting to send out investigators to find out where certain guys on your defense have been. True. Don't they no need to look it's like not, that? I, I know we are not sitting up here. Yes, we are. I know we are not sitting up here talking about Michael Parsons. I, I'm just going to, we're going to stop with this here, people on your defense. I just know we're not. Two games ago, a couple games ago, we were talking about Michael Parsons being the only person with Lawrence Taylor do something in a number of years. And now we're saying, I just know. 
I just know we're not talking. I know Michael Parson hadn't been talking about this right here when he comes on talking and knows he's talking, which I wish he would just shut up and thank play you, ball. Thank but you, I, thank I, you. But I know that's not what you're trying to say, mm -hmm. that Michael Parson hasn't grown, the, the, the that Michael Parson hadn't done the anything. The last three. We cannot the be last, just, I'll focus just on the last three games. The last three games, three tackles, one sack, and what else? And you putting this, no, 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 the last three games, everybody on my team, let's try to put, put Michael Parsons in a situation. Everything is attacking at Michael Parsons. Now, now, the issue is, what is everybody else doing when all the focus is on Michael Parsons? That's why. That, that, when you were the number one receiver key, you and them one receiver. There are responsibilities laid on you that are not laid on other people. Why? You're going to take the heat of the coverage. You're going to expect somebody to step up and make plays. When there are two, three guys on you, there's nothing else you can do. Somebody else got to make plays. You did your part. You took three men. Somebody else. We, 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 got, we got numbers on everybody else. Why are we not winning? That's not only on him. No, I don't play no, that one. Not, we got to get not, them other dudes not, playing also. If I got three him. dudes on one dude, I need somebody else to make some plays. Michael, and I see not, that on the team. It's not all on him. But his name is often mentioned because right. he is 11 right. from heaven. Yeah, he and his prediction right. is in his ceiling right. is so high, but, but, it's untouchable. So, yes, his name is going to be mentioned right. when things don't go well on your defense. And he has to understand When this. the defense and, and, in Kansas right. City didn't go well, who did they I, say? I'm well, where's Derek Thomas at? I'm taking that. I'm taking all you're saying, okay. Keith, and I'm going to take anything anybody says when I'm not around. But not while I'm here. Not while I'm here. Not while I'm here. And I, I see this kid, facts, and I bro. see the focus on this kid, and I see the numbers given to this kid. I say somebody else step your butt up and make some plays, and it's not on it's this not, kid. It's only. not all on him. The reason I even bring it up is but, but, because Skip says you held him right. to 19. Right. If you coming into San Francisco just so happened, I don't know how it's going to all lay out, but if you beat the Bucks. I'm assuming that's the five. Five now goes. Well, to last year sent us to San Francisco right. immediately. Right. Yeah. So if they, yeah. yeah, but they yeah. So right, it right, would right, probably right, right. if you the, you got to do the math. See, I said San Francisco. We got to break it all out, right? We got to break yeah, it all out. We're just gonna pray for it right now. That's all. <laughs> but I can if do. you go to San Francisco right and based now. on where your defense right, is playing, right. you ain't got a shot or a chance. <laughs> no matter how much energy you bring to the table, Michael. Right. I, I, we, and that's why I said, you guys, even that week, it's up to Dak Prescott. I, I, I understand. I, I understand that there's going to be. I said Buffalo game was supposed to be a, a high-scoring game. I, I, you know, I, I expected the Buffalo to put points up. I needed the offense that has been playing out of their minds to match that intensity on the road. They did. They're going to have the same test right here this week. They are. This is the National Football League. You can't go to the next grade without graduating, you know. So you're, you're not going to win a Super Bowl if you can't win on the road. And you didn't win on the road. Now you got to go on the road to get to a Super Bowl. I said that, that the, five that, minutes that, ago. That's how, that's how the NFL plays. I tried out. to get so, right, you know, I'm with that. I'm with ago. that. I'm with that. So I, I know we're, we're saying the same thing in this sense. So this is the test. Yeah. Here it is. They got to start passing this test. And it's a narrative. It's in there. It's not a reality. It's in there. It's a reality. Mm. Dude, 
You played seven games on the road. You lost four. We won. We won. We won. We won. Hugely. You put 82 And we played two of the best teams. Two of the best teams. Skip, you put 82 points on this New York Giant team. Don't do this to me, Skip. Listen. Michael can attest to this. No team in the history of professional football has inspired more overreaction than the Dallas Cowboys. And, and, that's what and we is. just saw we, the we, biggest we swing of overreaction probably in the history oh, of pro football I, I don't think because it was a big we swing. crushed Philadelphia and but it's no. like Super Bowl, here we but go. I don't think, and we I, got I, crushed Bowl, in Buffalo. Super Bowl, here we go from y'all types. No, but Not I from think, the country, oh, y'all oh, types. I, I okay, but the other side of it is Michael Parsons. kept saying Everybody, even when you, you beat said, Philadelphia, Whoa, okay. even when you beat Philadelphia, what was the next from okay. me? Okay. You See, passed a certain part of the yeah. test. Now the midterms are coming up. Okay. And you got to beat Buffalo and Miami to show the rest of the world okay. that you are for real. All right. So you now, failed to do that, Skip. Now, the heart, the guts of our team has been called out nationally, and they're getting ridiculed and condemned and yeah. completely written off all week long. What are you made of? Your manhood psychologically is about to be tested. As you go face a team whose quarterback stood up yesterday to and told the world, go ahead, condemn me. You know, go ahead, ridicule me. Go ahead. Tell me I can't play. I don't even care, but I'm keeping receipts. And the coach, as you point out, said this week, said two days ago, yeah, tell us we can't beat a good team because they haven't beaten a team over 500. They're 0-3. Okay? What's, the What's the difference okay. between them okay. and y'all? Because they're turning it. They're making it us against Here, the world. Here's the difference between right? you and them. Y'all going on the road to play them. They at home. Yep. They 0-3 on the road against good teams just like y'all are. Okay, but they're just 0-3 against though. good teams. And they just lost to Tennessee at home. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah but good on the road they are losing. Not at home. They lost to Tennessee. Without uh, Tyreek Hill in the lineup, okay. on a consistent basis. Narrative, they haven't beaten a team, a good team. They haven't beaten a good team with a winning record. The same narrative that we had early on that you got. You only reason why the narrative, so only, reason narrative. Why, only reason and why the, the only narrative reason shifted. they're talking this shit right now yep. is because they now are playing the Dallas Cowboys. And they know this. Michael. Oh, my God. All of these narratives are now coming out that, 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 that we never had to deal with because it's the Dallas Cowboys. It's and what Skip a, just said, you tried to put it on because we always put uh, the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, you got the best, one of the best NFL defenders saying he hadn't grown at all. So, so where so, is the so, hyperbole here? So, Who's giving up the hyperbole here? Who's giving up that misinformed So, so let me ask you this question before I throw it back to Skip, because don't be sitting there smiling. <laughs> but I'm just saying, so, you can't so, say so the based on, the world so, ba- so based on Michael Parsons' first two years in the league, and what he has done in his first two years in the league to where he is today, you getting ready to tell me he has grown? It's his first year in the league. Oh, yeah, first year in the league. We, he wasn't even rushing that much. No, yeah, every, time, as every time he starts rushing, he has three dudes stopping as him. A, as that's, a player, growth. As that's, a growth. Player, that's growth. As a player, that's growth. The things that he was doing in those first couple years to where he's been, what he's been doing this year, right. you call that growth? Yes, because he's, there's a he, different he, focus on the other it? side for Michael Parsons. There's a different focus yeah. on the other side for Michael well, Parsons. We would agree with that, We'll right? turn this conversation right. into a 30-minute Michael Parsons conversation messing with you. We will. Yeah. My, wait, wait. Michael Parsons, leave this junk alone. Stop right now. I don't want to hear this, man. Leave all of this alone. Let them talk up here. That's how they make their money. You go get the quarterback. You go get the tackler. That's how you make your money. Right now, that's how you make your money. Don't listen to this, man. Don't, and I'll go right behind him. 
Don't listen to Michael Irvin. Play football and don't listen to Michael Irvin. That's what you do. And I'll go right behind that and say, we got to talk about Deion Sanders. Because would you believe Coach Prime just won the portal, won it nationally for the second straight year? But he might lose our guy, Jordan Seaton. Yikes. We talk about it next. Precious. The pressure on these young kids, man. The narrative. Man, if you all stop. No mercy. No mercy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Great news and shaky news for Coach Prime and his Colorado Buffaloes. First, the great news. Deion Sanders has done it again. He has won the transfer portal for a second straight year. Now, according to Rivals.com and 247 Sports, Colorado has again landed the number one class in the nation of transfer recruits. That's just incredible. Not so good news involves Jordan Seaton, the nation's top high school recruit in the offensive line, who, as you might remember, announced right here at this desk on this show on December 7th that he was going to Colorado. Yesterday on early signing day, Jordan Seaton posted a meme suggesting he's having a little trouble making his decision. He visited Maryland last weekend and reportedly Maryland is now the front runner to flip him from his Colorado commitment. Jordan is from Washington, D.C., so maybe Maryland is the choice because it'd be so very close to home. But, Michael, you know Dion very well. How much better do you think Colorado can be next year following Dion's first season in which he obviously went four and eight? Well, listen, I, I think they'll, they will be much better uh, for a lot of reasons. First of all, you just heard about that class that they are getting in. And I want to say this, too. This is where Dion is at his best. I mean, most coaches, they just want to coach football, really, to be honest with you. They just want to coach football. If all this other stuff comes with coaching football, then they'll deal with it. They want to, they, you know, they'll have to, they have, since they have to, they'll go recruit. Yeah, even at our level, since they have to, they'll get into the GM and they'll talk some personnel, but they really just want to coach. Yep. Dion, this is what he wants to mentor. Now, he, he, he's a guy that wants to mentor these young men that coaches. These, these coaches are coaches that want to coach. So you get him in a situation like a transfer portal, you have him in his home. You know what I mean? I, I told you guys, Dion loves becoming a father to all of these kids. Transfer portals, what kind of kids are you getting in transfer portals? You're getting kids that are unhappy somewhere else. Kids that are going through something as they go through this portal. We always talk about, yeah, they're in the portal, but we never talk about what they were going through to put them in the portal. <laughs> this is what he does. This is what he's He's grabbing these kids. He's pushing and telling them there's more in them and there's more to them than just football. But we're going to use football to bring the best out of you and your whole world and everything that God has put into you. 
That's what he does. So when this thing comes about, I was like, hey, I, I, I know it. When he sat down in his office and told me how he works all of this, I'm taking this many players from high school, this many players from the portal. I, I, I said, man, he, that's, that's a lot. You will get tired of that if you're a regular coach. Mm -hmm. I'm serious. You get sick of that if you're a regular coach. You just want to get back to coaching ball, but not Dion. I'm, I, I think he'll win in this area every year because he's a problem kid with issues, and he's really here to mentor and use the That's game to point. mentor. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> um, last year, he won the portal, right? Mm -hmm. And he was, you know, oh, he's doing the portal, he's doing the portal, he's doing the portal. <sighs> this year is more impressive. That's a good point. And this the reason is the reason it's more impressive, right? Because there's no connection to the portal this year for him like it was last year. And what I mean by that, Skip, is you're bringing somebody. Oh, you're bringing people that those guys. you done yep. fed for right. their whole entire life, Ooh. like your sons mm -hmm. and then Travis Hunter. Yeah. So that number rises because those stars mm. are big, right? They coming over, so people automatically say, "Well, he won the portal." That was easy. Because of Jackson State. Right. Yeah. Right. Had them this right. is okay. harder right. Yes. this right. year. That's a good point. Because right. I don't know That's these. I got the, I don't know them. Yeah. I got to sell what we getting ready to do. I didn't have to sell that to Travis Hunter and my sons. and I didn't have to do that. Mm. I didn't have to do that at all. So it's mm. it, this is more impressive. Mm. In terms of him and what he's capable of doing in this conference next year, the sky is the limit. I watched every single, almost literally every single snap of Colorado football this year. <laughs> we all did. Right? Because yeah, we, we needed to. We wanted outside, to. Yeah. Right. Outside the right. Oregon game, mm -hmm. they was pretty they much were agreed. in everything, right. every right. game. Absolutely. They were up by 29 at halftime against Stanford. 29 to nothing. And then whatever happened, they wind up right. losing the football game, whatever yep. the case may be. Mm -hmm. But they went through all of it. Some games they were up, some games they were down. And because but, but of they, that. And they got all those fighting battle scars. I was about to say, because of right. that, all that's going to growth. Right. It's growth and growth. maturity. And the mm -hmm. offseason comes, they can now look at, okay, self-check. This is what happened. This is what we can't do. Yep. Now in that portal, though, they done went out and got some linemen. This ain't, ain't really necessarily right. the skill position players that they desperately needed. Yep. They needed big old lefts and right tackles and guards, and they needed depth at that position. He got a bunch of them. And he got I, a bunch I, of them. I don't know how good they are because I don't know them. No, but, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. But we can agree on one thing. They are much better than what he has. has oh, has has to be. Be. Yeah. it has to be. It has be. to be. It has to be. We're not yeah. talking about those poor kids that he had, but yeah. And Jordan Seaton, in terms of his uncertainty, yeah. This happens every single it year. It does. Come down to recruiting. In the world oh, of memes wow. and, 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 and internet, and you get to putting things up and make people wonder, was he going to go to Maryland? Is he going to go here? Is he going to go there? If I'm betting and I'm betting right now, he's still going to Colorado. I hope you're right. You can't. But talk about that home pressure late. It's the, it's, that it's home the pressure home, late is but the real, problem, the problem You stayed. The, you you I'm glad the home pressure. The home pressure. The home pressure. Home pressure they because what happens through. is right. you go around and eat up everybody's food. Yeah. Right, you get right. the gear. You do yeah. all of that. But when you land back at LAX, or in his case, uh, uh, I guess it would be Reagan oh. International, one of the <laughs> right, right, airports right, right, out there. Right, yeah. When he lands back. Dulles, probably. Dulles, yeah. yeah. He lands back and he goes back to get his hair cut. The dudes at the barbershop, right. they tell him, say, man, 
Man, you ain't going to Colorado. Man, going, bro. Mom and daddy, them ain't going to see you. You got to come to Maryland. Right, man, what's right, wrong with you? Right, 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 right. So, yeah. <laughs> and even in, and another thing in terms of this Maryland versus Colorado thing, Coach, uh, uh, Coach Mike Lockski is black. Mm. And Jordan said when he was on our show uh, that he, he wanted right. to play for somebody mm. Who looks, looks like him? That's exactly. What so there's that dynamic right. with that pressure that Michael talking about. Well, Michael Irvin went all the LSU's and all them schools, right, 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 right. and he went back into Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Right, right. Them dudes was at St. Thomas Aquinas said, "Man, you ain't going no damn where. You gonna take your butt right on over in Coconut Grove or wherever it's at and go to school." And that's the pressure that comes with. What is it? I ninety five. You're right, right. Stella Burger. I'm playing a basketball game. Stella Burger lands the helicopter on the football field. Then he comes watch the game. He gets the whole neighborhood to come to the house and they're hollering, "Miami, Miami!" Outside your door. It's like, oh my God, man. If I did say I wanted to go to Syracuse, LSU, they may root my family up out of here. You, you know, see what I mean? You went to Syracuse, you went to right. working with us. Man, I, mean, I don't know, but me and Donnie was going to do some work up there, man, true. back in them days, man. But, but yeah, but that, there's such thing as a hometown pressure that comes late and comes heavy. Mm. It really does come late and come heavy. And, so, so, and in terms of NIL money, mm-hmm. mm. Maryland could. Oh, and that's true, too. Because remember, they got the yeah. Under Armour right. situation. Thank so. You. So they got a little, they got a little and bread. Now, so, and, now, you know. and now we helping your family get jobs in the area if you stay. Those are the kind of things that starts happening. But I hope he goes on. to Colorado. So do I. And my two cents from a distance, I just like the he- heck out of this kid when he sat Man, he over great. here. He was he, great. He did a great interview. He's a good kid. He's a smart kid. Yep, he's yep. mature beyond his years. Deion Sanders is as rare a human as I've ever been around. And I believe... Jordan Seaton belongs with Dion. Right. I just believe for, for his growth and, and what he could learn from Dion and, and his fast track into pro football, he belongs at Colorado. But I take nothing away from all those points you made about Maryland because it's right there. It's right up the road, man. And, and it's hard to fight that. But it just felt like I, I watched him take that cap up out of his bag and put it on, and it looked right to me. And I think yeah. he knew in his heart of hearts – what you're saying in yeah, the end? He spoke on. Yes. And he, and he spoke about it. And, he, and, and we had a chance to talk about, you know, building a great program. He talked about starting something and being a part of starting something. He, you can tell the kid's a leader. He's a leader. But, but I love that he is given this, that consideration. It means he's trying to pay homage to where he's come from. That's a respectable honor. Yeah, you that's, some, that's that. something respectable. And, and, you know, so, so, yeah. so yeah, but it, there's a lot of pressure on these young kids. He's the number one guy. To lose the number one guy from around the corner. Right. That's, you know, it's right. just, Maryland can't afford it. Which makes that. him harder for yeah. Maryland to go yeah. and recruit. So, well, you couldn't even get your own. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, I, okay, I, I so respect that. Dion's already on record. We will make the playoffs next year. It will expand to 12. Yeah. So, you got a much better shot than four. You are moving to the Big 12, and I'm looking down this schedule, this and it schedule. doesn't look anything like the schedule That's he just played, which was about. murderer's row in the Pac-12 because your team, Keyshawn, USC and Oregon, and we, it's just one after another, and I kept looking like, no, 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 no. They, they, they're not. Then I looked down this schedule. They just ran out of time against USC. They did. They had, they if did. they had three minutes left, they'd beat I got them. it. 
but I'm looking at North Dakota State, which is always pretty to very good, but they open with them in Boulder. They're at Nebraska. Nebraska had one of the top recruiting college, uh, yeah, the high school game, classes. Yeah, big game. Yeah. Not a big game. Then they're at Colorado That's State. That's always going it to be a game. It was a battle. It was double overtime, and they won. It was the game of the year. It was, right. it was as fun a game as I watched yeah, all right. year. Then they do have at Arizona again, in Utah again, but then it goes Baylor, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Cincinnati, at Kansas, at Texas Tech, at UCF. Okay, now you're playing the Big 12 schedule. It's somewhat easier than what I just witnessed them have to go through. See, I, I didn't really, I, I mean, I really didn't watch much of the Big 12 football this year. I mean, I saw a little bit of Baylor. They weren't very good. They were not. Kansas very State good. was. Oh, Kansas was actually okay. They were pretty Arizona, good. Arizona, obviously, I've seen a lot of them. They, 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 they were, were a good, good. team. Yeah, really good team. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State. I watched what Texas did to them in the, in the uh, championship game. I don't think that that was much at all. No, they're, you know, they're always. Utah's going to always be good. They are. Utah's going to always be good. Cincinnati's yeah. always a solid team. Yeah. You know, but you're right, Skip. Looking at the schedule, it's not the same schedule, you know, that he had. It's just not in in year one. But but also, those young kids, right, they come in this year now, and I'm talking about his team, but with knowledge thereof, we can play at this level. Yes. Last year, they were wondering and questioning and you know, Shador, when he had his big game, said, man, I wonder if I can put up these kinds of numbers. You know what kind of numbers you can put up. That's going away. This is all I know for sure. His son is coming back at quarterback. Right. His son is really, really good. His son proved to me he's really, really mentally and physically he'll be tough. The front, I think he'll be the front runner for, for the top pick. Yeah, no, yeah. for that, oh, for, that yeah. plus the Heisman. Plus he'll, the Heisman. Yeah. He'll be the front runner. Okay, so if you protect him a little more than this year, I've seen different stats. I thought he was the most sacked, and I saw USA Today said he was the second most sacked. Whatever well, somebody, he was. He's... Somebody passed him. Okay, somebody <laughs> passed him. But but the point is, will he be a little better protecting? You, he has to be with these, yeah. these linemen. And that's why you love the kids so much. Know, said, as soon as you said you know, that, Skip, he said, that'll never oh, happen That's not going to happen to you. But you also you know, know, I mean, I felt that. From Shadur's side of things, he'll get the ball out a lot faster this next year coming up than he did this past year because he knows. He just knows. It's, it's, yeah. He's older, more mature. They'll have a different offensive coordinator now. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's a different situation. He'll have more guys he trusts. Yeah. You know, when I went to visit and, and, you know, early on, right before the season jumped off, he was telling me about the receivers and how much he trusts who we brought with them and getting used to some of these other guys. All of that will be gone. He'll, it, it, it'll be a much smoother situation yeah. going into this. And by the way, Keyshawn, I thought you would disqualify this portal class because the top receiver that Dion got through the portal was my receiver at Vanderbilt, the doormat of the SEC, Will Shepard. So I, I thought you'd say it's, it's garbage, right? No, it's no, trash. No, 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 not no? at all. Not at all, but again, Will Shepard might be the top receiver in next year's draft. You just don't know. Like Michael said, guys transfer for many different reasons. All yep. of a sudden, the coach leaves, or you told me I was going to be in the rotation. No, I'm not in the rotation. Yep. I'm struggling academically. Let me get out of here. There's all sorts right. of reasons yeah. guys leave. You yeah. know, People just think they leave because they can't play football, and that's not true. And we're talking one last thing. We're talking about kids, guys. That means... A year development with these young men is it, it, so huge. And it's right at that time right now that when that year comes, you say, what a difference this dude is. That's the, those are the young kids yeah. that are jumping in a lot of That is quarters. true. And they got film. 
you got to have film. You can't be empty getting in the no. portal. Mm-mm. You know, you got to have some film to I be agree. able to back it up. So Deion Sanders was right on time because there's no way he could have pulled off this turnaround without that portal opening up a year ago. And there's no way there would be so many kids in the portal without the pandemic year because it gave everybody, it felt like everybody got two extra years, Some right? did. Some did. I, I don't get it, but it's great for Dion because he's got some mature football players who think they can make as much money playing college football as right. they could early on right. in pro football, right? right. right. Yeah. Yeah, NIL is interesting. It is. Rumors flying around, all sorts of money being exchanged for guys to stay in school and not go pro. All right. Up next, this is very interesting to me, and these guys are already going back and forth about this during breaks. Mike Tomlin speaks out on George Pickens. Don't miss their reactions next. I thought that was Michael Irvin in that uniform for a minute. (laughs) I would at least try. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Now it's your turn. Hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go with our first tweet. Michael fumbling his words with Keyshawn every time they talk about the Cowboys. No, he's just hanging on for dear life, man. That's all. I'll be messing with this joker all the time. This joker across the table. Always messing with me. Play my boy, though. I love him. Okay, tweet two is from James Pearson, who says, Skip when the Cowboys lose down the stretch yet again. (laughs) That is true. Touche, you got me. And finally, (laughs) from his eyes going black. You're going dark (laughs) on us, Skip. Girl, don't go dark on us. Stay here. All right. And Eric Jamel has our final one. Mike has been running to his podcast booth faster than he's been getting to the running back to make the play. Ooh. Run, Forrest, run. Ooh, man. Ooh, that's a shot. Ooh. Ooh. Now you got now Micah, you got you've been out called out. I ain't got the people out here. I, I don't, Micah is the one that got the people out here. He's the one complaining about the media and all that stuff. It ain't me. That's true. I'm reach out to my boy. All right. Focus on the field. Let's talk Steelers because Steelers coach Mike Tomlin held an impromptu press conference yesterday. And guess what the primary topic was? George Pickens, who told reporters on Tuesday that he didn't block on a Jalen Warren run that went down to the goal line last Saturday because he didn't want to get hurt. And he also told the media that it had singled him out for criticism during a frustrating season that obviously the entire team was suffering. Steelers now seven and seven, having lost three straight in four out of five. Here's what Mike Tomlin had to say. George is a, is a talented guy, um, but he's growing and growing in a lot of ways uh, in regards to football and life. Um, we don't run away from that. We run to that organizationally. When we draft guys, we're committed to being component of their growth and development in all areas. When you're winning and doing your jobs, man, a lot of your attention and so forth is on things such as that. When you're not doing your job and losing, you better keep your damn mouth shut 
and understand that that attracts a certain type of attention as well. And usually that's vulture-like attention. Michael Irvin, you played the position. Kijan played the position. Your reaction to this situation? Hey, this is interesting, and I love that he started out saying that you know, we're in the business of running towards the issues and not from the issues. Mm -hmm. And it's about not just, I just talked about what Dion does. He uses the game to bring the best out of these men. And that's what he just said. And I can appreciate that, him saying that. And he's right. I told you guys here when I was there visiting, um, you know, Fredo Roberts, one of my best friends, and I'm there, Mike Tomlin, and we were talking about George Pickens. We were mm -hmm. talking, and he was saying to me then, we got to make him a complete wide receiver. Not just a big guy, go make the big catch. You got to become a complete football player, a complete wide receiver. And I talked about it in the terms of him running the whole route tree, but he really meant it in terms of being mature all the way around. You remember when Ben Roethlisberger got on Mike Tomlin about losing some of that still away? And, and, and I was confounded by it, dumbfounded actually. Because man, Mike Tomlin has been doing, you know, he, he has a team. His defense always shows up and play. Yeah, they're struggling on offense. Um, they, they've made some changes over there, but he's still finding yep. ways to win football games. Never had a losing season. But if you really wanted to point it out, they still played defense and tried to run the ball. They just didn't have the pass game they had with Big Ben. And, Key, you pointed out to Big Ben, you got to take some blame. They held on to you too long, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Couldn't yeah. even get to that. But the core of it all was this right here. The one thing you never saw. One thing you never saw was a Pittsburgh Steelers receiver that didn't lock horns on the block. Well, in fact, the flip Hines yeah, Ward. That's what I was going to say. Hines Ward's the flip side of that. The best in the world to ever do it. I don't, I, don't, you know, I don't think you've ever seen a receiver that blocked harder than Hines Ward that carried it like Hines Ward. And that's what being out of imagine talking about. Now, these kinds of situations coming up. What's so hard about it, Key, is this is so easy to remedy. Sometimes when I look at it like this, this makes it look like, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I ain't get the passes I want, I ain't with the balls I want, I'm just going to stand here. Because on a play like this, what do we do, Key? We will run that defense, we'll run him off in the end zone because he has to follow you on the fade route. That's what we were sitting here talking about. Why, if you're not going to run him off, why wouldn't you run them off and why would you stand like that? Maybe I'm just mad I didn't get enough pass. I don't know. I don't know. But I know I have sat out like that somewhere wide. Not in that situation, but upset I didn't get passes. And you heard Mike Tomlin say, be quiet. What you're asking about, what you're, what you're talking about, if you ain't playing because somebody going to turn call you out. And that's basically what he's saying here. So I'd imagine he must have said something about wanting some passes, and now he's getting called out. I, I can guarantee you. Without looking at any film, Michael, all 17, 155,000 catches, whatever number of plays you played, I can go through every single play. If I can guarantee not like you, you didn't do that. Not like even that. though you were not a willing participant in the right. blocking game. Well, you didn't right. stand there not like that. and wait for Emmitt Smith to be hit by it, it, another. And it's dangerous. That. That's, That's very dangerous. It's, it's extremely dangerous because right. they run you right got up a your third back. body on him. Hitting him, anything could happen. He could lose the football. He can get hurt. You're talking about he, George Pickett talking about his injury, and he can get hurt. Jalen Warren could be the one getting hurt. Absolutely. Because that third body is now has a free run at him. And now if he hits him a certain way, anything could happen. 
I don't like it. It's embarrassing to me. Right. I well, understand. Dispel one thing, Keith. This, uh, he, he's not worried about himself getting hurt because this is the worst thing you can do if you're George Pickens. <laughs> if you're somebody, oh, around, right, right. This is the worst it. thing yeah. you can do yeah. if you're worried about getting hurt. Well, that's this what the he last said. thing you should do. He that's what I'm saying. He's, he's lying. About... Well, he's not. Be, I won't call him by life. He's disingenuous. He, he's not telling us total truth. Hey, I because didn't there's say no it. way you did this if you're worried about getting hurt. Mm. You get out of there because get, that, that's where you can get hurt the most. What you do when you want to when you want to be a willing participant, skip in the blocking game, yeah. you lock on. You drive him, you turn him, you put your hands inside, and you control him in any way. And then if the, if the if a offensive lineman is going to run up your back, you let him go and right. tightrope the thing. Right. It's not right. that difficult. Right. It's being willing to do it. I did it you, my entire you, career but, at but the highest level. He doesn't have to be as physical as, as you were. He, he can do it with right. finesse and right. technique yeah, that you're talking absolutely. about. Right. Absolutely. It's a lot of different right. ways yeah. to block. I love yeah. being physical at the point of he attack and did. trying to dominate a guy yeah. and yeah. laughing at him and stepping over him. I, that was something. He, he loved to be that. physical on right. bang eights. On bang like, eights. Yeah. That's what I'm but, saying. But the so, technique he just yeah. gave you yeah. in the block, right? He, you got to put them hands inside. Now, a lot of guys do it, but what they don't do is a second side, the second part he gave you. You got to continue to drive. See, as long as you got your hands inside to continue to drive, they'll never be able to snatch away and see a pull. But those guys will do, they'll hold up and try to stand there, and then the DB will pull away and you'll see the jersey. And that's the other side that they don't do, Key. You do. I know it. I ain't necessarily do so it, here, but I know it. Here's, <laughs> I, th- I actually thought that was you in uniform yeah. for a minute. But what you, you know, people are saying, Mike Tomlin, Pittsburgh, what's going on? I get it. He's the head coach. But the, the persons who control the offensive side of the ball, the offensive coordinator yep. and the position coach. Mm-hmm. Has to be all over. Okay? They got to be all over that in film study mm-hmm. to let them know. The young man Johnson uh, against Cincinnati, he stood around and watched the ball just yeah, bounce around. He did. That's on the receiver coach to get in his tail to mm-hmm. let him know, you. what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You cannot do that. Yeah. And then as far as he's talking about Tank Dell being injured, when Tate Dale went inside on the motion to block the safety, yeah. all he had to do was stay up, keep his feet moving. Mm-hmm. He stopped. So, therefore, you're going to get rolled up. Got rolled that's up. just that's what it is. It's all effort, man. Mm-hmm. It really, truly is. And if you can do both, block and catch, mm-hmm. how much money are you going to make then? There you go. George Pickens' problem is he's playing in a blue-collar town right. for a team with right. a tradition of yeah. physicality on both sides of the ball. Heinz Ward took it a little too far occasionally, <laughs> but, but he would knock your block off as an undersized receiver. George Pickens has all the talent in the world. We have seen highlight catch after catch. We've also seen some really bad body language from him because he will pout at the drop of a football or a hat or a helmet, and he'll go sit and sulk on the bench. And and you just don't love it because he's becoming a victim of the position you guys played. It's a dependent position. You cannot control your fate. And unfortunately, it's the only position in your sport that – that is close to being NBA superstardom because only at your position can you create a highlight 
that measures up to an NBA highlight. It's the only position in pro football and football in general where you can create a highlight because you have opportunities to go up and make plays that equal what LeBron can do on a big slam or, or any sort of job play. At the, you, you can do that and it will explode and go viral mm-hmm. all over the Internet. The problem with it is the position makes you crazy because you have one day like that. You have one catch like that, and everybody, you go on social media, which is the biggest mistake you can everybody make to start with, but you're, you, you say, oh, you, you're, you're better than John ja Morant. You know, you, you could play in the NBA. And the next day, you, you don't get a ball thrown to you for whatever reason. The quarterback has a bad day. He gets sacked. You always say you have the greatest expression. You have to depend on 11 people, including the guy who's calling the plays, because if he doesn't call your number, you're not going to get the football. No. So it makes you crazy. It, it makes you it, it's the dependent position where you're saying, I, I want to control my fate. And. Mike Tomlin is saying he, he did this press conference to speak publicly to George. I'm right. sure he spoke right. to him behind closed doors. Right. But he wanted everybody to know when when you're losing, you better keep your damn mouth shut. That's what he said. And that, that was it. And I right. love Mike Tomlin. But he laid down the early law to a young receiver who has all the ability, as you know, in the world, who has to figure out right. how to cope with the bad days when you don't right. get the look, football. When he's look. saying stop, yeah. stop talking about what you want to do in the passing game yeah. until you show me you're going to be a complete player and, yeah. and, and do this. I call it the most independent, dependent position it is. in the world. <laughs> it so is. there is a dichotomy yeah. that resides within <laughs> all does. of us. It's a natural. We're standing out wide all by ourselves, but we can't do nothing, nothing. with those other dudes. Even though we're out here all by ourselves. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a crazy position. It, to play. You know, it is crazy. It, crazy. it makes you crazy. It it's you uh, crazy. The best thing that ever happened to me is in college because I had John Robinson. I JR, love John JR was love coming him. from the Rams. Yeah. What did the Rams do? They ran, they ran the football, football like crazy with, so with the ED. I yeah. naturally became a blocker <sighs> with Tony Baselli. That was my offensive left tackle, learning how to block from him. But then I get Parcells and Todd Haley and Charlie Weissner. And it's like a it, it's like you a a a dog. Looking for tricks. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you get the trick and they just going to give you a little nibble. Treats. You know, right. A treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a treat. Yeah. And they going to give you a little nibble. And you're like, oh, okay, that nibble good. Let me go block. Right, then right, you get right, a big right, bone. Right. And see, you chew on that, that big bone. That. And then the next thing you know, they give you a couple more catches. Right. And then, like you say, Skip, I might go a game or a half or two where I'm not getting the football oh, enough. Man. So now I have to check, take that energy, switch it around, and go dominate that defender you at the do. point of attack. Yeah. They get a little bone here the next right, time. Right, right, right. That's how, that, and so you got to take that mindset that you're not going to get 10 catches a game. No. But there's other ways to dominate a game and performance. So I always tell you, I'll put my film up with anybody's. Every single game may not be catches, but I promise you, yeah. you ain't going to see no loafs. You ain't going to see none You've of that. You've always been proud about that. You, you got to do it. Credit. I gotta you yeah. got to do it, though, Michael. I mean, over you know? proud for about that. And when Kia told you, when we told you about the spat, we got into. But hey, way back in the day, the first day, so I, let's go to the film. I put my film up because you anybody. I go in there and I block. And he does. And he does. I had to cold it down on that. I said, okay, you're right. And that's, I, 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 I'm not there. I just don't do it. I don't. I, but there are also things you can help. Like, Norv used to try to talk to me like, 
Well, it's North so funny. Turner. I talk, North yep. Turner. I mm-hmm. talked to him the other day, too. It's my guy. He called me the other day. We were talking about the, 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 the thing with the quarterback with uh, uh, Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. With Russell Wilson. So, so he called me and talked about it. But anyway, you know what you always tell me? He said, Michael, if I design some blocks, you go in here. Can I then come back? I may even come back and design your pass playoff of it. He is, was trying to sell it to me this no, way. True. Okay, go in here. Yes, wait, I'm going to get to the faker block. Come back. I said, Nora, just design the pass play. <laughs> no, don't don't know, put me through all that part. But you don't have to be, I understand. But you don't have to be a rock wall on every single play. And I'm just saying, I just go and flash in front of a right. dude. He going to move now. I can go up right, top. Right, right. And I'm just saying it now to help them try to help ways to get to George Pickett. Maybe you could tell him, if you come in here and do some blocking, we'll design a pass playoff this soon. I'm just that's what the norm you try to work me on. And I would go in there for a block and wait and wait two weeks, three weeks. Where's that pass play coming? Where's that pass play coming? And it never really came. I just had to deal with it. But but yeah, that's how I, you don't want it. And that, that seems like he was upset about something. And that's what mm. pisses me off. Mm. You know, even though you're upset, this is still, even though I'm upset, I can just off. run him off. off. Run him to the back of the end zone. This is but a touchdown. Also, and we're struggling on offense. Everything has got to get pointed out you, right now. You, everybody's thinking about what he did, right? They're not thinking about Jalen Warren. So, I'm just telling you. If you, I've been in a position where somebody didn't block for me, Ugh. and I got the you-know-what knocked out of mm-hmm. me, and I had, you talk about on the sideline yeah. and in the locker room, mm-hmm. the play happened in the first quarter. It did. By the time, and it stayed with me until I got to halftime, and when I got in the locker room, they had to separate me from the receiver mm-hmm. because I went at him and let him know. Yeah. You damn near ended my career because you loafing mm. instead of mm. going at it the way you need to. Good point. That's important, man. That's so important. I can make a case this is a career turning point for George Pickens. You know, is it which way you want to go? Which way you want to go? Because you got called out by your coach. And to your point, you know, a bunch of teammates were looking side eye at him after that game. You can't do that. You can't do it. And I ain't even talking. I'm just talking about the injury aspect. And remember, and they have lost four of five, and that doesn't help any of this. And it's all on this offense. And everybody's now checking to see. Everybody got to check every bit of their pockets to see what they have. All right, we need to talk a little NBA because Keyshawn's Lakers oh, are plummeting. Oh, Uh-oh, how much trouble are LeBron's Lakers now in after winning that championship that they won? <laughs> no mercy, no mercy, no mercy, no mercy, no mercy. Lakers lose 124 to 108. I just kicked over a reindeer because I was just thinking about LeBron and the turnovers. <laughs> Sorry about that, Mr. Reindeer. But the Lakers lose 124 to 108 at Chicago to fall to one and four since they won their quote unquote championship. Now they have to play at Minnesota tonight at OKC on Friday night, the teams with the two best records in the Western Conference. The Lakers have now plummeted to eighth in the West, just two games over 500 at 15 and 13. So, Keyshawn, you being the lifelong L.A. born and bred Laker fan that you are, on the worried scale of one to ten, you're at a what? You know, I'm probably at a six, and it depends on what I'm worried about, Skip, because basketball, NBA basketball season starts on Monday. 
That's the real. It, it really. They always say it really yeah. starts on Monday. Although I think the NFL this year, for the first time, said we're going to preempt your yeah. your your kickoff. Sure, right? Start. We're going to put yeah. a bunch of our games up against yours. Yeah, they, right? they, they, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, and they'll probably get more eyeballs they or whatever. Will. But in the end, when you look at this Laker team, I think a lot of what's happening here with people, as Michael likes to say, the narrative is that they won the tournament. Mm-hmm. And since then, they've gone one and four, like you said. That is puzzling in itself because of the way that they played in those in-season game tournaments. Yep. They played like they were headed in the right direction. Now, here's what I would do as a cowboy-type excuse, is they've been on the road a lot here after the tournament. They have. I mean, they came home, then they're back on the road again. Yep. Now they're going to OKC. And the like Minnesota and OKC. Minnesota, yep. Minnesota OKC. So they're on the road again yep. with a bunch of games to come at home in mm-hmm. January. Uh, uh, you know, they're going to have a slew of games at home in January. Why the schedule set up this way, I don't know. But in the end, they've got to play better, no matter what the case is, because if they carry this into 2024, they'll be sitting at the 8th seed or back in the play-in game, they will. trying to figure out how to just survive with the Clippers winning nine straight, okay? And, and, and they look like a totally different team. Yeah, boy, they they do. Do. And, and then you talk about the Nuggets, and then Ooh. it's just, that's the part that is frustrating. But not, it's too early to be worried, because mm. there's so many games. Yeah, you're still at a six. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's, it's it, Skip, if, if there was only... 30 games in an NBA season, mm-hmm. you would go, oh, my God, no. Right, right, right. But there's right. 82. So you got a long runway to screw things up okay. and still have an opportunity in the end. This, this is not the NFL. No, yeah, it's but the not. Thing, man, yeah, but the thing, but, but let me tell you something. But the way this thing is set up was supposed to be perfectly set up to help those Lakers. I, I do believe this. When we look at the, 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 the rules they came out with, all the rest rules, and they exempted LeBron. And guys like that, they said, LeBron, you've been here long enough, so so we, we're going to have this in-season tournament. We want you guys to play hard and win that. When you win that thing, that's great. The Lakers raising banners. But this is the other part of it. Now you got to get back into the regular season and, and, and let's get playing again. And they rose up and won. I even joke with y'all the first time after that, as soon as they won, they came down to Dallas. And when Dallas beat them, I was all, we beat that champs. We beat that on the road. We beat the, on the road. On the road. Right, right, right. But what I'm saying that, and, and now it's, it's interesting, too, that now it's a narrative. It's not a fact. But before it's a fact, what is it? Well, I just said a but narrative because saying, that's what you was trying yeah, to do yeah, with yeah, the Cowboys. Right, Everything's right, a narrative. Right, right, right. So I just wanted to use that. <laughs> I just wanted to drop that back. I, well, I wouldn't mention it. I wasn't mentioning it. But, 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 now, but now you see, with all of that, with all of that, and yeah, you raised the banner, how do now you get to the end of this season? How do you get to the end of this season? LeBron, in that span that you just talked about, one and four, they're playing 38 minutes. Yeah, he hasn't had a lot of rest days. Right. I, the whole plan, I thought we talked, started this thing with a plan to rest LeBron for the end. For the end of the season. So, so it's not just you're losing for basketball games. You're also losing moments with LeBron on the court looking like he's going to be ending up the season like he ended last year, which he was banged up and hurt. And that's what you're trying to prevent with this here right here. And that's the issue Agreed. with what they're doing right now. Agreed. Because they put too many, too much on LeBron and they're still not getting that victory to help them in those positions. Yeah, and road. still. After that loss last night, LeBron sat at his locker and he kept using the word fatigue. He called emotional. 
emotional fatigue, physical fatigue, physical. road fatigue, in-season tournament Grind fatigue. of the season. Grind of the season And that was fatigue. interesting. Okay. So early grind of a season fatigue. Right. I personally don't want to hear that this early in the season because it's too, we're not even to Christmas Day, to your point. And you're talking about you're fatigued already. So what did I see last night? And I watched this game carefully. If you look at your box score, you see that the big three, and I'm going to include Austin Reeves in that, mm -hmm. they mm -hmm. put up nice numbers. All three of them had good offensive games, right? Decent games. It looks like winning kind of numbers. Until you look at what you allowed a poor shooting team in Chicago to do, albeit in that building, the house that Michael built up in Chicago, the United Center, they made 18 threes out of 34. That's over 50% from Even three. They, they, they don't do that. Zach Levine is still out with a foot injury. If you're going to give up 18 threes because you just waved to him at the three-point line and you make only 12, you're going to lose because that's six times three. That's plus 18 that they are from the three-point line. It's too many points to give up to a mediocre team on in its house, but right? These four losses, these four losses, the opponents offensively have been dominating. They have. But everywhere you go, somebody lights you up from three yeah. because your three-point defense lacks no urgency. Somebody lit us no. up the other night. I couldn't well, it was Exum at, at, at Dallas. Yeah. Dante Exum. And by the way, the Clippers went into Dallas last night and yeah. kicked them. Yeah. Uh, 22, they yeah, let them come back, but then they, they stuck it to them in the end. My son's been sending me pictures. Yeah. He's a big James Harden fan. Okay. Right? My son, well, Michael, big James Harden fan. Right. Well, so, yeah. so, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, so he's he messing with you on that okay, skill. He said he's still skill. About right. Kawhi Leonard, he just took that game over. No, he balled said, out, but you yeah. know, James. Yeah, Michael, some about that. some about him right now. Just okay, but he was two for ten going into the fourth quarter, and then he made two out of the you know what threes where he's been doing that, <laughs> and then Kawhi took over. But the point is about the Lakers, that was a lifeless, heartless effort on defense last night against a mediocre basketball team. The Bulls are 12 and 17, and they're they're a poor shooting team. And you just wave at them. They they had so many wide open threes. Again, what I'm saying, what? But again, but again, Skip, like I said the other day and the other day, the other day before that, the three guys are holding their back. We're not getting things out of Cam Reddish. We're no. not getting anything out of D. Like, D. Lo. D. Lo, is, D -Lo had yeah. like one point last night. He had like, like well, two seriously. points. Seriously, okay, two points. Two points and. D'Lo had no D last no, night because he plays no D. It, like, All it right. just, when you're, look, when you got your stars playing a certain way, yeah. your role players have got to step up. Yeah. They just do. I don't expect for role players essentially to go on the road and have phenomenal games, but give me something. Yeah. You, yeah. you got yeah. nothing one, one from point. nobody else. I, I give you that, except Torian Prince had an okay game. All right. He so shot too many threes again for me. I'm going to show you how this game started because LeBron has notoriously, in a, in a good way, been really good in Jordan's house. He's been lucky he has not had to face the mm. real Michael Jeffrey Jordan. But the point is, he came out on fire last night. If we could see how he opened this game up. And I'm thinking, Jordan, LeBron's yeah. going to go for 50 tonight. Because there's the phrase, he has a blow-by layup. And then here he comes. This it's is going to be big thunder dunk. dunk. Yeah. Thunder dunk. Mm. Woo! And then he's got to play to AD, I believe this one is. Nice, sweet little pass. LeBron's still the best passer in basketball. And then LeBron says, I got this. Kaboom. Mm. Unfortunately, that was the only three made all night. Okay, then he follows this up. 
after the three, Chicago has to call timeout. Let me get what the score was here. At that point, it's nine to four visiting team. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. here you go. You got this. Seriously, it looked like LeBron, if he's going to play high minutes, he could get 50 at that pace. So then coming out of the timeout, they miss a shot. And here comes LeBron back down the floor. And you know what he tries to do? He tries to throw it off the glass and dunk it. He's, he is front running. He is showboating in Michael's house. That's what he was doing. Okay, so what? Skip. Okay, okay, I'm just saying, you better be careful because the Bulls did not like that. They, they did, not, they did yeah, not, they not like that. And plus, stop. it failed. It failed. Oh, you sound like Michael okay. now. Okay, you, you, know, you don't think he's trying to show them up here? I'm going to oh, throw so, it up so off the glass. So you think... He said, I'm going to throw it up off the backboard and, and show slam Michael Jordan. It. No, he wants to show out in Michael's house. He's always been like that. He's chasing the ghost in Chicago. Go look at his history in that building. <laughs> no, like, stop. Okay, I'm starting because I'm right about the this. The defender slid underneath him. He should have got a foul. And guess what the Bulls then did? They go on a 29-13 to 13 run and said, good night, Lakers. That's what happened. And somewhere, Michael Jordan was watching this game and he was rolling his eyes and chuckling, as he's wont to do, rolling his eyes and chuckling at LeBron. But again, if if LeBron can sustain that, that st- it was sensational, man. I'm like, whoa, that looks like 22-year-old LeBron. Well, right? he, he played well, but yeah, again, he did. nobody else well, he did. came to the party, no, though. No. You got to have you would everybody. Think, you, you would think if you had three come to the party, your big three, that would be enough. They're playing no defense. There's yeah, no but urgency. The big, but if the big three comes to the party and they're scoring, they scored between the three of them, they scored 60-something points. Yeah. That's not sure, enough. Sure. No, I, I got it. But there's you know, no defense c- commitment at all. Yeah. No, no, no intensity, no urgency. Right. You, you got to lock down. You got to take it with some pride. You saw what they did to Indiana in the championship game. They destroyed them on defense. Well, it was the I, season tournament. I know. So I we got always see LeBron. Like, LeBron's running the floor. Where's everybody running the floor? That's what I said. Is everybody else where, at? Where is everybody running the floor? If he's the oldest dude on the floor, he's running up and down the floor. And I said, that's an effort thing. Defense that's an effort thing. That's an effort thing. So you, we, we can talk about designs. We talk about what, what, what we're missing offensively on scores. Why are you not playing defense? Well, and that's on the coach. That's on the coach. That's on the coach. Right. That, that's on the coach. That's an effort thing. It's not you can't do it. It's that you're not doing it. So, Keyshawn, it's, it's like the in-season tournament was an indictment of your team because they showed you, well, here's what we can do. And then I don't know why what? the focus shifted and changed. I don't either. It, it don't shifted either. and changed. You would think it would create momentum. So, hopefully, out. when we get to Monday, we yeah. got the Celtics. Mm-hmm. We take care of business there. And now we start the actual regular season. Yeah. Even though the season That's started, right. but we start the regular season on Christmas Day. I'll be curious to see how those ratings go, because isn't that up against San yeah, Francisco and Baltimore? Six and five and six, so it's our laps, I think, there. Close to. Yeah, but yeah, you still go, you know, nowadays we got split screens and everything no, to work I know, with. I know. It'll be very interesting. But it's still the start of the season, because that's what they see. And yeah. hopefully things yeah. will change. Maybe they're thinking, well, we're going to crank it up right after Christmas and give a better effort. All right. Enough of that. Now we get to get back to our Dallas Cowboys at those Miami Dolphins. And this is fascinating. Which narrative prevails Sunday at Miami? The team that can't win on the road or the team that can't beat a winning team? Both of those teams are the same thing. What's the difference? (laughs) Neither one of y'all can beat a winning team. And neither one of y'all can. Back down. Back down.
Man, something's got to give here. We have two colliding negative narratives Sunday at Miami, 425 Eastern on Fox. We have the visiting Cowboys who, quote unquote, can't win on the road versus the Dolphins who, quote unquote, can't beat a good team. Dolphins are 0-3 against teams above 500, and the Cowboys are 10-4. So, Michael, which narrative is stronger? Which will prevail this Sunday? Can't win on the road or can't beat a good team? Man, that's a lot, Skip, because <laughs> you, you, you asked me a couple of things in there. Which narrative is stronger and which will win on Sunday? Yep. These can be both mutually independent <laughs> They things. can. Yep. You don't understand what I'm saying? They could be independently. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Oh, God, you don't know man, how I'm, just, I'm watching you. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, you know, because now, now, which is stronger, you ask? Which is stronger is, is really the Cowboys narrative. The Cowboys narrative, oh, the Cowboys can't win on the road. And I say it's stronger now, certainly because... We know the Cowboys have to go on the road, not just for this game, but beyond this game. Going into the playoffs now, seems like they'll be ha- have to go on the road. So I, I say that's a stronger narrative. The only reason we are hearing the Miami narrative quite as much as we hear, we're hearing it is because of they're playing the Cowboys. Yeah. And, and, and so, so now they too commingle. So if you ask me which is stronger, the lead always is stronger than the backup, right? So I got to say the lead, but it doesn't mean the lead will prevail. Doesn't mean the lead will prevail. I'll let you know who's going to prevail later on as we finish talking through this thing, but it doesn't mean, but no doubt, no doubt. This I also say, guys, when you talk about how the Cowboys lose games on the road or how the Cowboys lost the last game on the road, running, they, they, they got run all over. They did. Any team in the National Football League will want to take the path the least resistance, and that's to be able to run the football. If you can run the football to win the games, you minimize the mistakes because there's no opportunity to throw interceptions and everything. You just run the ball. So, yes, it's the stronger with the Dallas Cowboys. So another way of saying that is it's a bigger issue for the Dallas Cowboys than it is, I believe, for the Miami Dolphins. And the Cowboys have to start doing something about that immediately. See, I could I could go a lot of different ways with this, Skip. Right. I could mix it so many different ways and stir the pot. Mm. But to me, I look at both of them the same. Because the Cowboys have won one game against teams over 500. One game over teams over 500. But Seattle qualifies. Yeah. One game yeah. with teams over 500, and they're 500 now. Mm. So they're 500 now, Seattle. And I look at Miami. They can fall into that category as the Cowboys who can't beat good teams on the road, okay? Disqualify Arizona. Push them out the way. That was whatever. You say Diggs got hurt, so it was whatever. So you're 0-3 on the road against good teams. Miami's 0-3 on the road against good teams. Mm. They, could, they lost to Buffalo, Philadelphia, Kansas City, all on the road, which are good teams. Much like you guys lose to 49ers, Eagles, in Buffalo. Yeah, they all lost the to Kansas City and Frankfurt, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. but it was, yeah, Frankfurt yeah. It wasn't necessarily still on the, road. Was on the road. It wasn't their home. They were not the home team. Correct. So when you look at that, It's the same to me as the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Y'all now finally collide to see. Both of you have winning records. 
But the problem is, they're at home. You're on the road. Yep. So it'll probably wind up going down and being with Tyreek Hill coming back possibly. Y'all losing to them. Mm. So that narrative will still continue that you can't beat anybody on the road that's good because Miami is a good football team. Okay. Just so happen to be playing at home against you. All right. So I look hard at these results for the Miami Dolphins. They also went to Buffalo and they lost 48 to 20 and it was over at halftime because it was 31 to 14 at halftime, just like our game. Division we, rival. Okay. We, we lost 31 to 10. We were down 21 to three at half. So it's kind of six of one, half dozen the other. <laughs> Buffalo rolled up 414 total offensive yards. They didn't run it down their throat. They threw it and ran it. Mm -hmm. 414. Then at Philly. We did a much better job of hanging in the game at Philly because Philly won pretty easily over Miami in Philadelphia. It was 31 to 17. And I don't care what you say. We had 19 chances to win the game in the fourth quarter, and we didn't cash a one of them. I don't care what okay. you say. Uh, well, I don't because we you had a 173 yards passing in the fourth quarter alone. You got to stay in bounds. You got to get your knee down on the goal line instead of an inch short of the goal line, or we're having a completely different conversation. My team believes it can go win at Philadelphia. I believe that. I'm not sure the Dolphins believe they could go back to Philadelphia and win a game because they stunk right. there. All right. The Kansas City game is actually fairly impressive to me on a neutral field because it was 21 to 14. So you, you hung in pretty well with them. But what you didn't do, what you failed to point out was just two weeks ago, and you were down on the Dolphins after this in a night, was it a Monday night or Sunday? I think it was a Monday night Same. game. What's that? The Tennessee game at, at Miami. Yeah. They're up two scores. They're up 14 with under three minutes left, and they blew it. They came back and beat them 28 to 27 on this same field that they're going to have to play our Dallas Cowboys on. I'll call it a wash. I call it a wash. I didn't fail. To mention that because I had already mentioned Arizona, y'all losing that. I'm like, whatever. All right, all this right. Tennessee game for me is a whatever. Okay, but we lost at Arizona. They lost at home no, to you a Tennessee. Lost, you lost at Arizona right. as your second home stadium indoors with yeah. 60,000 Cowboy fans in attendance. But it was still away from Jerry World. It was, and this was at, they blew a lead at it home. had 60,000 Cowboy they fans 60, in. 60,000. Okay, maybe it was maybe a lot. Maybe a little bit. Maybe it was it three was a fourths. Lot. The, the, the problem for me is that maybe all this is a wash. These two narratives collide and they're kind of six of one half does the other. What scares the unholy heck out of me is this Dolphin team leads the league in a department that is our weakness. Yes. They lead in yards per carry. They're yes. five point. Every time yep. they hand the ball to somebody, right. it's an average of 5.1 yards. Yeah, That's a whole lot of yards. And, it, and if you keep doing that, five plus five equals 10. It's a first down. So two carries is a first down. Three carries, here you go again. And guess where you and at? You're going to get those opportunities. Yeah. Guess, guess where you're going? You're going, to get, you're going on the road. Yeah, right. guess okay. what you give up on the road? All right. A buck fifty okay. yards yeah. per game. So, on the road. So rushing. I do like yes, the fact that, that I look at Miami's defense. It is 14th in points allowed, so it's not great. But then I do I put a lot of stock in pro football focus and how they grade out units. They grade Miami's defense as the second best defense in pro football and just pure grade over these how many games? 14 and games that's bad that we for play. You. It's no good. It's you no score, good. I you agree. score at home. Right. 
But you eight, you you score at home on the road. You score 18 points less right on the road than you do at home. Okay. That's bad for you. And if I thought our offense was better than Miami's, I'd say, well, we'll just we'll we'll outscore them. But but wait a second, Miami's offense is the best offense, right? Yeah. Yep. They lead yeah, in points scored. Yeah, I don't know if y'all offense Falling is quite into- Miami's. Well, offense. it's just it's not. I, that's what I just said. I can't go there. So I I thought our defense was better than Miami's. Now I'm not so sure about that. So it feels like it's a bad match for us, a bad matchup mm-hmm. for and us. And it is. Okay? It, it is. is. And it's on the road. It is. I, I don't put as much stock in on the road because I, I know my football team, I don't think they're afraid of the road. I don't know what's happening. Right. I don't get it. I, 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 you, I don't play afraid of the road. You just can't perform the same way you perform at home. Yeah, the, numbers I, say, <laughs> the numbers show that. It's factual. Yeah, I, I don't You're not know a, why. As Michael told, tried to tell me a week ago, Oh, we're a bad road team. Yes, Michael, you're a bad road team. How could you be bad on the road, you 500? You're a right, bad road right. team. And, and the two losses were to the best team. Well, we got to put well, all of that. Well, three losses were the good teams. Good teams, but one is in the AFC. I won't have to see them until I see them in the Super Bowl if they get there again. But the two I'm talking about were the Philly and San Fran. Those are two big losses on the road, but two against the best teams that were in the NFL. At that time, we always talk about you didn't beat a team with a winning record, but we don't even talk about you lost to the very best teams in the National Football League in two of those games. So you're supposed to be prideful because you lost to two of the better teams? No, no, no. You're supposed to be a better team like them? I'm just stating those facts. At least that's what Skip was saying three weeks ago. I'm just stating those as facts. That's that's all as facts. That wasn't that you're better or anything. But, but, But the reason I'm worried about this game is because a lot of similarities are in this game, what you just what we just saw and, 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 and what we saw with, with the Philadelphians. This team here can run the football, but they also do so much eye candy. And we see those guys against Dallas defense running wide open with t- the offenses like this. You know, you get caught up, mixed up. We don't get a chance to get in position to make plays and they're snapping the ball. That, those things I am worried about. Yep. That's why I put all the pressure on that. Now you got to get your offense to keep up with that offense. We have seen enough evidence to know that this system is the same system. It's going to give that defense some issues. I need that offense to mm-hmm. stand up and make match the other offense okay. if you're the best offense in the league. All right. Now let's get back to how these two teams are dealing with their negative narratives. We mentioned this earlier. Mike McDaniel told the media that he told his players this week, if you get asked about you can't beat a good team, you tell the media to F off. That's what That's he told. Exactly. That's the quote unquote. And then Tua yesterday stood before the media and basically told him to F off. That's how this was as strong as I've ever heard Tua defend himself to the media. If we could take a listen, please. Everyone wants to make this about me, about Tyreek. Like, please keep pushing it to Tyreek. Like, make it about Tyreek. I understand that my platform and who I am in this league as a quarterback makes me, if you want, polarizing, whether I'm the best, whether I'm the worst, like, I could care less, like, I don't listen to it. At the end of the day, like, I, I really don't care. But if she does share it with me, I mean, I keep receipts. We all, we all have, have, have a way of how we do things, but like, all the narratives about it, I am, yeah, sure. I am only good with Tyreek and I, that, you're right. I am, that is the only time I am at my best. Good for him, man. Yeah, okay. It's good for him. Okay. I, you know, I didn't like him when he first came out of Alabama. 
And after that first year, when he finally settled in, when McDaniel at the quarterback position, I had to change my tune on him as a player, whether Tyreek is in or not. Or not. All quarterbacks got to be protected, period. When you're oh, not protecting them, to. and you got to have somebody to throw to, okay? Jalen Waddle stepped up last week, and there was no Tyreek. And you see the display of offense that they put together. Yep. So if I'm him, I wouldn't even get caught up in worrying about what we or anybody else feels about his ability. All you care about is the guys in the building and the coach on the sideline that's giving you the play yep. the call. That's all you should be worried about. All right. What I'm worried about is their mentality this week is Revelatory us against the world. Now like, that they yeah, get this with the Cowboys, I'm with you, Skip. Yeah. All of a sudden, this quiet guy has to call out the world. He did. You know, and 10 times says, I don't care, but I care. Mm -hmm. I don't care, but, but I I'm care. But I'm keeping receipts. And I'm keeping receipts. Yeah. Why now? Why now? Why not call him out two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Because yeah. the conversation is such that the Cowboys – and, he and, hit it. and the Dolphins basically, like I said at the top of this conversation, are the same. So if it was somebody else rolling in with the same narrative, as you want to say, where you can't win against good teams that just so happen to be on the road because the one good team that you did beat that was at home was a divisional team in Philadelphia. You did beat them. They're a good team. You beat them. Okay, at home, though, not on the road. Mm. You're going on the road. They haven't beaten anybody good on the road. Mm. So they're at home against a good team in the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, but it feels like we are about to bring the very best out of them. If, right. if Detroit right. were right. rolling in there on Sunday, I don't think they'd be But if Detroit getting... had the same right. sort of situation that y'all had. No, no, it may, it, no because it's the Cowboys. It, because it's the Cowboys. Right. Right. The people wouldn't have that conversation about it, but if a good team – that can't seem to win on the road, yeah. that gets all of the hype, this, that, and the other, the conversation may not be as boosted up with it's all the yeast on up. it, right. but this was yeast. boosted up because right. of y'all. And I tried that to tell true. you last week uh, what was going to happen, what was, was waiting for them in Buffalo. The, 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 all of yesterday, the guys that's still mad about the ring I got. And all this stuff brings to carry right now. And it'll be in Miami this week. This is what follows Dallas everywhere. And Michael Parsons, all of them, that's what they got to understand. Stop happened. asking for it to leave. And like Mike Tomlin said, run towards run that. Towards that's all I'm saying. Embrace it. Embrace it. Own it. It just comes with the Bills weren't thinking about no dang old Cowboys. Yeah, they were, they were, they were. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Andre Reid was. They, they, trust me, I, I saw him I, on the airplane. They were talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> Such a They little. said, they were talking about it. They said, well, they got us back. I said, <laughs> I know that. They got us back. I saw him on the airplane. We got to talk about the game of the year coming up on Christmas night. Ravens say... They are, quote-unquote, disrespected by the 49ers being five-and-a-half-point favorites. That's Monday night at San Francisco. We debate next. I like that they're mad. Everybody's mad. Everybody's, Everybody's mad. Everybody's Several Baltimore Ravens say they feel disrespected by Monday night's point spread. 49ers favored by five and a half at San Francisco. Safety Kyle Hamilton said, and I quote, I feel like we're the best team in the league and we have an opportunity in front of the country to show it. 
So, Keyshawn, do you believe the Ravens truly believe they should be favored in this game, or do you think they actually believe the 49ers are that good and deserve to be five-and-a-half-point favored? You know, I don't necessarily know if they really care about the point spread as much as they do about the way it's being talked about. The game. The game is all San Francisco, right? True. Because what are we talking about? Brock Purdy. Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. who's going to be the MVP. All of a sudden, the MVP trophy was slid to the side for running backs. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, is you see it come out the back ashes. Out. <laughs> huh? Running backs are back Running, back, running right, backs right, are back right, now because right, Chris right. McCaffrey. Right. Meanwhile, I got a dual threat over there, the best that's ever done it, yep. in Lamar Jackson. You do. Y'all act like he just should go play receiver. That's what they – and so – what Kyle Hamilton is sitting there and looking at a guy yeah. who's 19 and one against the NFC as my starting quarterback, 19 and one since he's been in the league underneath the center against this conference. Yeah. You're now saying that we shouldn't even show up and get off the bus. True. And so that's the disrespect part. The 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 point spread, eh, it's all of the noise when you do the when you look at the promos. The promos are showing McCaffrey and Kittle and Purdy and then a flash of Lamar. But then here it is again. But if you, you understand know, point but, spreads, you, five and a half is a lot of points no, for two good that, teams. But, but as players, you, I'm telling you, on. we're not looking at no, the point spread. No. We're looking okay. at everything else that's coming out. We get these clips. There you go. We get these clips in our lockers. After, you know, when we play, right. we hear and see everything that you would write, Skip. You uh, might uh, not even be writing a stack of And they all put together a package. Yeah, it's like okay. a packet. And it got it's all the articles, articles written about you all from everywhere in the yes. country. It's a pack to come out that thick yeah. on, on a given day. Oh, yeah, on, right. on, Wednesday. on Wednesday. Right. They'll Wednesday. drop it in there. They'll drop it in. We got them every day. They get to every day. We all take this pack. And run to the steam room or sit in the steam room, the hot tub to warm up. Whenever you hear players say, I don't read it, I don't listen to it, Coaches you're being too. disingenuous. Coaches too. We all get this pack. And we wait on it right on our lunch. And we get over here. And we're going to read everything everybody says. Wait, he said that? Yes. Me? Everybody. Yeah. We and coaches do it too. Right. Why I laugh? Right. Because Coach, Coach Parcells <laughs> tried to say in one of our meetings, you don't read that stuff, that crap, don't pay attention to it, da 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 And then later on, he's like, I don't understand who keeps telling these people this in the newspaper. Well, I thought you all read it, man. So this is the sort of stuff that happens with the Ravens. They're reading this. They're not getting any love in this situation. So, yes, you're going to feel disrespected, okay. and they have a right to. All right, but be real, because Michael and I believe San Francisco is easily the best team. Correct. I think you f- you feel that. So if you are a Raven and you are studying film as we speak, yeah. are you looking at right. their tape saying, my God, th- these guys are really good? Are you thinking in your heart of hearts, we we got it. Uh, no, when, I'm looking, at, when, long, I'm, looking at, when I'm looking at the film and I'm watching war, and Diamador and yep. Lenore mm-hmm. and right. No Funga mm-hmm. in there. I'm sitting there saying to myself, if we can block that and we can block that, Lamar LJ got all day long to get, because I'm a get open. Mm-hmm. I just need him to get the time to deliver the football. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I know what we have on the offensive side. As I always say to you and to everybody else, Michael, and Michael brought this up just in a conversation with me, we talk about the passing game. The statistics, as I tried to get through Richard Sherman's thick skull the other day, mm-hmm. statistics, 
We look at that and go, he throws for 4,500. But we don't look at a Lamar Jackson, the combination yeah. of his yardage on yeah. the ground and in the air. You put that together, and I'm Jalen getting 4,500 out of that. Right. And the Jalen Hurts combination of rushing touchdowns and passing That touchdowns. is more dangerous for a defense yeah. than what Brock Purdy is doing, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. Because I got to now, when I go to rush, I agree. when I, I agree. go to rush, Skip, yeah. mm -hmm. I got to see what this dude getting ready to do. I can't just pin my ears back no. mm -hmm. and go because if I'm seven yards behind him on a speed rush, guess what he's going to do? Yeah. He's going to climb the pocket. The lane's going to open. He's going to get to the second wave of defender. And at that point, ain't no telling what might happen. Yep. So I, I, I like San Francisco. I think they're really good. Right. But this is the best matchup that they'll see right. all season long. You better long. believe it. You know? Yep. I agree. 19 and 1 is special, man. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And Lamar is going to get a chance to be 20 near, and 1. That's damn near undefeated. It, it, yeah. It's insanely perfect. Mm -hmm. It's insanely perfect. 19 and 1. And, and, and I'm saying. I'm cool with Lamar in this situation because it's going to take Lamar in this situation for the Baltimore Ravens to win this game. This spread is right. Three points just for being at home and another two and a half is about right. That's about right. Now you got to go prove it wrong. Lamar and Lamar is the only guy that can prove it wrong. I liken this game back to the game last year. When I start, when I see this game, I, see, I go back to San Fran and Kansas City last year. Mm -hmm. And I watched Patrick Mahomes last year. Remember that game last mm -hmm. year, Patrick Mahomes? In San Fran, right? That dude threw for 400 something yards. And I thought, hey, I made him my top playmaker of the week. He was incredible in that game. And I said, as I watched all year long, I watched Lamar Jackson stay in the pocket. I was like, ooh, this can be cool. Because that game that, that, that Patrick Mahomes played against, San Francisco, he, he bought time until those guys came open. Mm -hmm. They had a great rush. He had to do some incredible things to get that ball down the football field. That's what Lamar Jackson will have to do. That's yeah. why when I saw him all year staying in the pocket making plays, I was like, oh, this is a different Lamar. You're going to have to pull that Lamar out. They're going to rush with laying integrity and everything and try to keep you in the pocket. We talked about this last week. They would love to have you in the pocket. Yes, they would. But those little slivers, boo, that you can jump through, boy, that zone going to open up in the back end, and he, call, he can cause problems. Now, Pat, Patrick Mahomes was looking to throw the ball all the time. Lamar, I want him looking to throw the ball. But every now and then, I want to see his legs get to work and do that thing that you're talking about that makes him one of the MVPs. And that's what gives them the opportunity to go get over this five-and-a-half-point spread that they're so upset they about. They don't see this type of quarterback very often. No. Right. I mean, they get Kyler Murray right. a little bit here and there, but it's not the same. Not this Lamar. Not like not, this Lamar. Yeah, not this, this Lamar. Lamar different. And on top of that, Skip, Lamar is faster than everybody on their defense. Agreed. So, like, like uh, Michael's saying, just that little window, that little bit of window when he window pull it now. down, because you as window. a defender, you didn't do what you needed to do, laying integrity, or you didn't rush the pass. You got too far behind him. Mm -hmm. You got seven yards behind him instead of two yards yep. behind him. And all he does is pull the ball now Ooh. and go. Okay. I believe the Baltimore Ravens truly believe heart and soul that they're better than the 49ers and they can beat the 49ers at their place because of their quarterback yeah. right, right. and their tradition and how they play defense at a very high level and they have for years and they carry on play like a Raven today. And 
I believe five and a half is too many points. If I were a betting man, I would take the five and a half points because I think this is going to go to the wire and I would feel good about the five and a half because this is not false bravado when they say they're being disrespected. I think they will come in with a chip on their shoulder pads. And I think they will play their best game of the year, and it will take San Francisco playing an even better game for them to survive this. So I'm flipping the script on this because I think the Ravens are really good at what Ravens do. That, that at, at a high level, they're going to make it harder on Brock Purdy than anybody has made it on Brock Purdy. And they disguise, they're, they're sly, they're savvy. That young coordinator of theirs is going to be a head coach and. I know they lost Keaton Mitchell and they lost some speed at running back, but they had Melvin Gordon stashed on their practice squad and he's 30 years of age, but I still think he's going to help a little bit. They have Justice Hill and they have Gus Edwards and they just run the football. They are leading the league in rushing because that's just what they do. They use three, four running backs every year. They just do it. They they just do it. And Lamar is at his peak, at his apex, in, in the heart of his prime. And his body actually reminds me of your playing body because he's he's strong. He plays big, physical, strong football, and he can still fly. No, he can still run. Yeah, he can no, really, really fly. fly. And, and, but, and but he's, he's the type of player, and you know him, Michael, from Florida. Right. He's a type of player that he recognizes and understands. He does. What's out there and what people are saying yeah. about him mm-hmm. and about what he can do and can't do. And he just goes out there, takes care of business, and leaves all that out on the field for you to make the decision of what he actually was in that particular game. That is true. And so when I'm looking at it, as I said last week or earlier this week, Monday night's football game Mm -hmm. is going to decide the MVP race. Yep. If he wins the game and he plays like he's been playing, Mm -hmm. people are going to start writing his name in. Mm -hmm. If Brock Purdy does it and they win, same thing. And I assume if McCaffrey is some monster right. game, right. yeah, he could get same the right thing. It's right. going to decide yeah. the MVP right. race. But 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 it'll be decided by those other guys that, that Lamar has with him. Now, if you want to get Lamar in this, you have to step up. When they're talking about San Fran's a better team, they're talking about all the other things that San Fran has. It's better than all the other things that Baltimore have. I don't care what you do with the quarterbacks. You're going to take San Fran receivers over Baltimore receivers. You'll take San Fran running back over Baltimore running back. Although so, Baltimore's so, receivers are definitely better I, I, than they've right, been. Right, right, right. Better than they've yeah. been. Yeah. And that's still, they, say, they, man, they not only better really than they've they been, have. but they got to be better than they've been. Oh, man, man, they better, I know. better they've been yeah. again yeah. to beat this team. You know what I mean? Because now everybody has make a play. Everybody's going to have San Fran as the favorite. They have more ways of beating you. They have more ways of beating you. They, they, they can interchange those guys and beat you with any of them. And you don't have all of those guys. You yeah. have them, and we need them to step up and show. That's yeah. all. And it's going to be a great game. Boy, we got to. The best team in the NFC, the best team in the AFC. Let, let's see where this thing stands. Yeah. So when I look at Lamar Jackson and how he handles himself on a football field, he is my definition of a baller. Like, he, he comes to play every single play. And I know the catchphrase of today is he's got that dog in him. Nobody has more dog in him no, than man, that guy that has in him. It's, he is the essence of who they are. He, he is the spirit of that team. He's the driving force of that team. They do follow him into battle. But to your point now, everybody's got to come you along raise and up. raise their level to his level because I do trust him. But 
They're not as overall talented, but they're still a really talented, really proud tradition football team. Uh, you know, talent-wise at the receiver position, they're really talented, man. They got talent. People, people I, I get it. OBJ's a little yeah. older. He's coming off surgeries. Right. OBJ been balling. I've been seeing right. flashes yeah, of he's old been balling. Right. He's been right. balling. Right. Right. Zay Flowers is young. Oh, is. is a baller. Mm -hmm. Nelson Aguilar is what he is. He's a contributor. He We're is. not asking him mm -hmm. to be Michael Irvin. We just need you to do what you do when we ask you to do it. Yep. And he's been able to do that. Duvernay, doing, you know, all, all of their receivers right. are much better than he's ever had in the past. Yeah. And as long as they come to play against the Niners, mm -hmm. they'll have an opportunity and a chance. One of the things that we all question for Lamar's first several years mm -hmm. in the league is, this is when they game. get behind, right. can he all of a sudden put them back in it? Light you up, yeah. Right. But he's been right. able to do yes. that. Right. He's yeah. been able to do mm -hmm. it. And 19-1, against NFC teams, but this is going to be, all of that is great. This is going to be the one test now because you got receivers now, Lamar. You got everything you need. Let's see that next step and mm -hmm. beat a team like this. Well said. Well, y'all didn't beat them. Well, what do you mean? I'm, I'm just talking about Lamar. Can I get to Lamar? What do you mean y'all didn't beat him? I ain't playing. I'm, well, I'm talking about Well, I'm Durant. glad you said you ain't playing because you be I'm, acting like you still playing I'm sometimes. I'm just trying to help these dudes out here. <laughs> so man. do you. Come on, man. You know, I'm trying to help these dudes. All right. In a moment, we talk about Aaron Rodgers. Has he now conned, conned the Jets into letting him practice without playing? We discuss. Uh, no mercy. No mercy. No mercy. Once again, your turn. Hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go with the first tweet from Julio. Live look at the Cowboys trying to pass their midterm and finals, as Keyshawn was saying. <laughs> Damn. This is just too hard. I love, I love Family Guy. I don't know about you guys. That's too hard, man. It's just too hard. It's all right. Y'all got another shot at it. Way to go, Peter Griffin. All right, this is Jeffrey Jones who says, Michael thinking about going against Keyshawn and USC's football team back in the day. Woo. Uh, hey, super. Uh, I remember when you guys came into Norman, Oklahoma to play my Sooners, and ooh, did oh, you do yeah, a we, number on know, us? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, if, oh Lord, have mercy. When I was playing, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have, nah, we didn't want none of that. No? I probably would have still did my thing, because that's just who I am, yeah. but, but, well, hey, no, we didn't want none of that. That? No, we didn't want none of that. Even though we they played Oklahoma, oh, oh, that was oh. game, though. Even though y'all let Penn State do y'all wrong. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, we did. Y'all let Penn State yeah, do y'all wrong. That was, All right. That's where you let too many blue out. And finally, we have <laughs> Skip every year trying to ride the Cowboys to the promised land. Yep. Bingo. You got me. That's exactly what happened. At least he year. didn't quit. He tried. <laughs> he tried. Keeps trying. We're going to mount it. We're going to mount it this year. Year after year. It's a good mounting year. All right. We need to talk a little Aaron Rodgers. He was once again back in the news yesterday because the Jets <laughs> activated Aaron Rodgers. But, of course, they say he will not play in a game. So Nancy Armour wrote in USA Today today that the Jets fell for Rodgers' season-long con that he was going to return to the field far earlier than any player ever has from Achilles surgery. Nancy wrote, Rodgers managed to keep himself relevant this entire season despite being on the field for all of four plays. That is what I said all year long. But Michael, why do you think the Jets activated Aaron Rodgers? The completion of the plan. I mean, I know people 
or putting this on Aaron Rodgers' ass or why well, he self-promoted himself. He gave us some great things here, some great segments to talk about all year long. But I look at it on a macro level, bigger picture than that. I, I, I would imagine that when they sat down, the Jets said the best thing we can do is keep him actively involved. We can't let him go away and get with his Hiawatha and all of that. No, ain't no telling where he will go. Ayahuasca. Yeah, yeah. Whatever he's doing, whatever he's doing it with, we it's need Hiawatha. to keep him here, keep him around these players. Yeah. Because I've said before, there's, a, there's no more place, there's no place more lonely than being injured with the football team and they make you feel like, you're not even part of the football team when you're mostly injured. So they told Aaron Rodgers, no. We're going to give you a reason to stay in on your rehab. We're going to give us some hope on the football field that if we stay in the playoff hunt, you'll come back. Right at the last minute, all of that fall, fell out. Mm. So they said, let's just give them the promise. Let's activate them. Now, what does it do moving forward? This will squash all of the narratives that may be coming in next year about how committed is Aaron Rodgers when you've seen he's been committed with no action, this committed without any action. Now they're off season. We won't even be talking about is he going to be there for training camps yeah. and all those things. All those narratives are out the way. And now they can focus on trying to get back on a football field at the start of next season, put some pieces around him and add to what yep. they saw this year. Okay. I thought it was a perfect plan to keep everybody involved. It's not just Aaron Rodgers. What you guys are talking about and what that article is talking about is the reality. You can speak loudly in Green Bay and no one hears you. You can speak quietly in New York and everyone hears you. He's in New York now. They're going to hear everything he says. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was about bringing attention to himself or doing anything like that. He actually genuinely felt like he was going to play. Think about it around. Do you believe that? I, yeah, I, I do. Ever, no, I, 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 I don't I, think, I, think I, the, I don't think the Jets ever thought they were going to sign off on it. They signed off on him to be active, to participate, yeah, but in practice. not to play a football he, game. But he's going to still being. He's still going to be doing football acclimated things at a high level. Oh, I think just, he wanted to play now. No, no doubt. Of course Skip, he wanted to right, play. He's right, Skip. He, no he, doubt he, he wanted to play. Skip, so you got to oh, think of it. He wanted to it. prove everybody wrong. That's his main thing all the time is proving everybody wrong. I, I, and, he has, and he has. And he has. Proved me wrong. Me too. Even being back in practice. That's joking on practice and dropping back <laughs> right. and hitting his back foot <laughs> right. and letting it rip. Right. So I'm so, proving wrong. That's a bad boy. It's not a regular yeah. game. It's still stress being put on you at practice. So you say, well, he wants all this attention. No, that's not true. He just happens to garner the attention because he's Aaron Rodgers in New York City. Both it, 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 and now when you look at it, Skip, right around uh, Halloween, the Jets were about four and three. They were like on a nice three-game winning streak. Mm -hmm. They had one, and they looked, okay, okay, they might. And so that's when the conversation came up that, hey, I'm able to do this, 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 and this. I could be back at some point if it, they start to stay in contention for a playoff spot. Mm. Now, let's say this on a hypothetical, even though it's not happening. What if their record was, what if they was in it right now? Mm. He'd be underneath the center mm. next week, starting at quarterback. I think that is crazy. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. May, be, it may be crazy, mm -hmm. but guess what? They signed off on crazy. Mm. 
the doctors, the doctors who were, whoever signed off on it for him to go back right. and get practice reps because he had to be active in order to do practice reps. Yeah, but you're the one, reps. you're the first to tell me practice is way different than games. It is, but for me as a doctor to put my career in your right. ankle, this I, I got to know something. This dude as a doctor, that, I got to know and, something. And this dude here, it, boy, he's he should be the best doctor in the world. But what we just saw, even Aaron Rodgers dropping back like Man, that. Man, dropping back like that. Though, Skip, he was dropping back full speed, planning, and letting it rip. Mm -hmm. yeah. That, you know. There is no way that reattached Achilles has healed. Now, yet. I don't There's know just what, no I, way. I don't know what it actually is. Yeah. Well, you, you question whether it was ever ruptured, <laughs> yeah, right? But you think I'm it might have just you, been a little bit torn. And they did something special. But look at that. That, you, you, that, that, that's, that right there, that's pregame warm-up. That's pregame warm-up. Right. I know what I'm looking yeah, at. It, it's incredible anyway to see anybody coming off Achilles this soon. Look at this. This soon. We're talking 12 weeks, 13 weeks. I give you that. that, that this has shattered the mold. Right. And, and maybe it will make people rethink Achilles rehab. But right. No, no, no maybe. No, yeah. maybe. It yeah. absolutely will make you think it because most, a lot of guys thought when they got this injury, you career over. You certainly don't come back the same dude mm -hmm. you were. And, and, and this right here changes everything. It's going to change everything. Like the ACL changed everything, right. where guys were getting hurt the last six games of the year, and people were like, uh, he ain't going to get his money now. And people go, you know what, we still going to sign this dude. Yeah, now with the ACL, right. this mm -hmm. is getting ready to happen with Achilles as well. Okay, but it did require the Jets to cut a player. It's just like a quote-unquote nobody, a backup fullback who mm -hmm. played special teams but did contribute on special teams. So you had to cut a player to get him on the practice field. And I'm not exactly sure what you can accomplish for next year at the end of this year because you still have to give the majority of the practice snaps to whoever is actually going to play quarterback, I think, unless he's going to strong arm him and deave him no, no. out of but, play. But what you need him doing yeah. is you need him being the scout team quarterback. Yes, so. Now you say, yeah. well, he could throw the ball through tires. It's not the same as throwing to a live person, yeah. running around. Do, it's just a totally different. So he's going to take all the scout team reps over the Although next three I would weeks. prefer him throwing to Garrett Wilson than whoever the scout team receivers are. Well, Garrett right? Wilson will get some scout team, too. Well, all number ones well, still get yeah. scout well, team. And, and let's right. talk about the primary. I think the, the, primary, the primary reason you see this, I've already explained some, but take this, too. Free agency is coming up. Yeah. All of those guys that are going to be teetering, oh, which team do I take when the money mm -hmm. is clearly near the same, knowing that Aaron Rodgers is this committed, says, hmm, maybe I go over here. Right. That's why they, they know they have to go and get more help. They want to make sure, but we got Aaron Rodgers on board to help sell him mm -hmm. also. Okay. I still think he's the biggest self-promoter who ever played quarterback. I was about to say, Skip, they That's okay. He kept, he kept himself right here. You, you know, final point, my biggest problem with Aaron Rodgers, if you go back and look hard at his last five postseason games, go look. He has not played well, and I, that's why I was hoping the Jets would make the postseason. We could see if he could redeem himself as a Jet. And you were a Jet, as you well know. Yeah. Nothing man. like New York. All right. I love New York. We got to talk about this because Jim Harbaugh back in the news for the wrong reason because the NCAA just stuck it to him again on early signing day. Does that mean he'll soon take an NFL job? We debate next. No mercy. No mercy. No mercy. 
Make sure you play this week's Fox Super 6 free-to-play game. Download the Fox Sports app and enter for free for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. So think about this. Nearly one year after Michigan football received a draft notice of allegations from the NCAA around alleged level two recruiting violations, which, as you remember, later spurred a level one violation against Coach Jim Harbaugh directly. Now the program has officially received an allegation of wrongdoing. This coming down on early National Signing Day which came off to me as yet another NCAA attempt to get Jim Harbaugh to undercut his ability to continue to recruit at Michigan. So, Keyshawn, do you believe this means that Jim Harbaugh will soon flee back to the NFL to take a head coach? I think, he, I, think he, I think he flees if they win the national title. Because my job is done. Yeah. I brought you back. My job is done. You can make a case. It yeah. would be hard for a Michigan man. Isn't that what they call it? Michigan mm-hmm. man? Yeah. A Michigan man to leave the program in shambles if he decides to leave and they don't win anything, but they get a lot of these sanctions mm-hmm. are coming down and all. And, and for him to walk out and just leave them high and dry. Different than Pete. People say, well, Pete Carroll left SC. Different, because Pete didn't play at USC. Pete was, it was God for about a five-year period as a coach. Harbaugh's been like forever, right? From his yeah. Michigan playing days to him he coaching, yeah. it's like Jim, 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 Jim. If he walked out on them, mm. that wouldn't, it just wouldn't go well with the family. Mm. So I think the NFL is a better sell if he can win a national title. Otherwise, he's got to stay at Michigan, in my opinion, and ride the dirty right. wave through whatever. They're not getting a death penalty. This is not SMU. No, no. So, okay, so they, they get limited scholarships where they maybe instead of having 50 guys on a visit. By the way, he's already been suspended twice. twice. They suspended him themselves. And then the Big Ten said right. no at the end over the yeah. sign-stealing so, so scandal. So it's not much yeah. left in terms of. Yeah. Suspension. Like how much more can you well, do? How much yeah. work can you do? You take some scholarships, Michael. <laughs> instead of giving us 30 scholarships, we're down to 20 a year for a couple years. Maybe. Maybe there's a bowl ban one Might year be. or something. But Michigan's got a lot of power, too, now. Michigan ain't just chopped liver. This is no. a big football institution. Yep. With big lawyers. Mm-hmm. Big, big lawyers. A lot of money. Suits on like you. Big, big, big old lawyers. A lot of money. And that's why I'm, I'm kind of confounded and confused with all of it. Because I really thought when they gave up their hand earlier, and I know it was Big Ten and EC2, NC2A, but you like we talked about, you got them big lawyers. I thought they had come with a kumbaya. That we all knew, okay, we're going to take this punishment. It's going to be what it is. And we're going to just focus then on moving forward. Yep. And now here comes this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Tim Harbaugh is definitely, I said it before, he'll be here in the NFL mm-hmm. next year. But where does this thing turn? Mm-hmm. And Key, I, I, him leaving, him leaving Michigan, I would say what you're saying, if he hadn't gone taking care of them Ohio States and Ryan Day them the last few years. <laughs> Remember early on, he wasn't beating Ohio State. You could definitely not lose, and you hadn't beat Ohio State. But now, yeah. Ryan Day hadn't beat him in a couple of years. So oh, it, it turns I mean, on him. And he's gotten them here in this tournament. He got them in the championship game. Yeah. They're playing in Alabama. If they can win, yeah. if they win, 
what you talking about. Well, if they win, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah, if they he's win, he's gone. He's definitely gone if they win. Yeah, for sure. He walks out, and I'm as telling you. As he should. Right, right, right. As he should. And, but I'm telling Jim, and I like Jim. Jim's a great coach, and he's, he's he good old-fashioned, good time. He's an old-fashioned Right, guy. right. Yep. Coach, dad, mm-hmm. all his yep. family. He's been a coach in his blood forever. That is correct. He's a coach at heart, so I, so I like Jim. By the way, his brother's a really good football coach. Very good coach. Yeah. Very good coach. And, and what I'm saying is he has to, Jim Harbaugh, I mean, start making this decision. Because right now he has opportunities out here. You know the teams that are up. You got the Chargers. There'll be more teams coming open right now. And there'll be some great coaches that's coming available. So if I'm Jim Harbaugh, he's top of the heat. I'm already seeing enough from y'all, from y'all out here to know, okay, you want me out? I'm going to take that big old bag and go somewhere else. Mm. Okay, I hear what both of you are saying, and you could be right about this. And maybe I'm a prisoner of the many friends of mine who went to Michigan. And their point is, remember, they pushed Jim Harbaugh to take a pay cut a few years back because he was really struggling because he couldn't get past Ohio State. Right. And remember, his postseason record at Michigan has been horrible because he's one in six in well, bowl he games. He couldn't get past Urban Meyer. So, okay, well, you can say that if you want to. And all of a sudden, his whole demeanor and life at Michigan has switched to beloved. He's He yeah. is now, the, he is, because it's him against the NCAA and Michigan Nation, all of Big Blue Nation, they're, they're all with Jim Harbaugh. He's become as beloved a figure as Bo once was there. And if he does, let's do the flip of your hypothetical. If he goes and beats Alabama and then whoever in the, the championship game, which I think they have a very good chance of doing. I know yeah. there's a lot of bandwagon rolling for Alabama. Michigan is loaded. They are really, really good. Fifth I think goal. they got a great shot at winning both games. If they do... Again, maybe I'm a prisoner of this, but there's a case to be made that he would want to build a dynasty to stick it back to the NCAA. You mm. can't stop us. Watch what we're going to do. We might win three or four of these things over the next five or six years. Okay? Mm. Yeah, but he's an NFL guy. He's, he was he's, really he's, good. He's, really he's good. tried yeah. to get back in the NFL multiple years in a yeah. row. It just wasn't the right situation. The, the right, right situation time. Would the Chargers will be, be the right situation where you have a quarterback? I don't know. Well, if that dude up in up in, in Massachusetts, yeah, I I hear, and not yeah. that what yeah. I hear is always factual. But if he ain't there in Massachusetts, yeah, that's he's gonna be on the beach running with a tan out here. Mm. That's what I hear. Okay, all right, fair enough. Speaking of Keyshawn, we got to get to the game he will attend tonight out here in Los Angeles. Who that? Saints at Rams. Who wins? That's next. Who that? Say they're going to beat them Saints. <laughs> no mercy. No mercy. No mercy. Rams open as a four and a half point favorite. Now bet down to three and a half. Over the Saints out here in L.A. tonight, Keyshawn, you'll be there for your nephew, Michael Thomas. Are you still feeling good about picking the Saints to win this? Absolutely. I understand the Rams have had a little hot streak and they look good at times and whatnot. This is the type of team, New Orleans is the type of team that just gets right at the right moment, the right time. They're getting bodies back. You know, yeah, it's not in New Orleans, it's in L.A., and I think the defense will rise to the occasion. You realize Drew Brees doesn't play quarterback for New Orleans. <laughs> no, anymore, I understand. Yeah. And Carr, Carr put a little bag over his head and kind of bamboozled <laughs> us a little bit here and there. But that's okay. We'll be all right. Hey, I got the Rams winning this game, man. I, I just Listen, if it was in New Orleans, Key, I, I would be going with the Saints, too, just because they had a home field advantage. But the Rams offense right now, 
with Stafford throwing the ball and Williams running the ball, mm. I think it'd be too much. Mm. Are, you, are you saying that they like the Cowboys? They don't travel well. <laughs> I'm just saying they'll win the game. He's tonight. just saying Matt Stafford over Derek Carr. Right. You know it, and I know it. Don't I got the Rams. We got a dinner sitting on this. Keep yeah, on. we do. And you're gonna have a big dinner at the stadium tonight, yeah, I right? Hope so huh? I hope All so. All right, that's it for Undisputed. We're back tomorrow at 9:30 Eastern, and I can't. Day. 